For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What was your finest moment of revenge? I'm a professor. Many years ago, I had a small cluster of students in one course that I strongly suspected were cheating. Scattered evidence suggested that they had knowledge of my test content ahead of time. I don't let my students keep their test copies, and I rewrite my tests every semester, so this was puzzling. I determined that the most likely way they were cheating was during the photocopying process, so I set out to test that possibility first. When the next test in the course was getting close, I left the previous semester's version of the test in the photocopy room as bait. I then rewrote the new version of the test, keeping page 1 the same to avoid raising suspicions on test day but otherwise completely revising the questions. I made the new copies on another department's copier the morning of the test. Sure enough, when I graded the test I found that my cheaters all had perfect scores on the page 1 questions, but then bombed all subsequent questions to varying degrees. They all went from AS on the first two tests to DS and FS on the test in question. Those patterns alone probably wouldn't be enough evidence for an airtight academic integrity charge, but one of them gave up the whole group and the plan when I called her in to confront her with the test copies. Turns out they had access to my department's copy room from a former student worker and would routinely pop in and steal exams in the to-be-copied pile after hours. In the end, it caused a big disciplinary fuss in the administration with F grades, multiple suspensions, and one expulsion which is a true rarity given how gun-shy universities are about kicking out students. The cheaters were hoisted by their own petard and I got what passes for professorly street cred among my peers for catching a well-organized group that many others had missed. TL. DR. Caught academic cheaters in college with the right bait. Justice was served. This is beautiful. My first real boyfriend. We kissed instead of just holding hands kissed another girl and dumped me for her when I was a freshman in high school. She had actively pursued him although she knew he had a girlfriend, so I blamed her rather than him. I know, I know. Fast forward 4 years, I was a volleyball player throughout college. In the offseason I played in a city women's league and a co-ed league as an outside hitter. My team played a new team with a familiar face. She didn't recognize me different high schools. But I immediately recognized her. My team setter kept giving me amazing sets and I kept slamming the ball over the net. Just waiting for my shot. Finally, she was in the back row and my setter set me up. I hit the ball and the boyfriend stealer stepped into the hit. It bounced off her foot and went straight up into her face and broke her nose. That's talent right there. Telling a group of baseball bullies that were picking on my younger brother that Snape kills Dumbledore in Half-Blood Prince after realizing they had all just started it. Monster. This is more petty revenge but yet, a few years back, my 15 year old cousin was staying over at my place which I shared with my boyfriend at the time. Her parents were on vacation in Cuba for a few weeks. While she was with us, we had to make all of her food. She couldn't cook and waited for me or my boyfriend to come home, otherwise she would only eat chips or popcorn. She wouldn't even make a sandwich. One day, 
She updated her Facebook status which was a whiny complaint about how bored she was. She had free reign to go out, and how weird I was. I guess she forgot I have her on Facebook. It really peed me off since I made all of her meals and tried my best to keep her company. That night, when I was making her a turkey sandwich, I took my revenge. I used the end slices of the bread loaf to build the sandwich and the bitter white part of a romaine lettuce leaf. I also put too much mayo on it. She ate that sandwich, and she had a look of annoyance on her face. But there was nothing she could do. B. This is the kind of revenge I take on customers at work. If they were awful I'll give them a not so good patty and use the broken or dried cheese. It gives me satisfaction. When I was 16, I was heartbroken by a girl who basically decided to frick someone else after we were in love and I just used it as motivation to eat better and lose weight. I saw her a couple years later and it looks like she gained as much as I lost. 80 lbs. Felt so good. College will do that to you. Congrats buddy. My college roommate had a sketchy friend he would invite over. My textbook was stolen the weekend before my final. I went to the bookstore and found the book. I had nauticads that I used as bookmarks still in the book. I texted my roommate's friend and made up a story that the bookstore was going to press charges unless he gave the money back. He confessed over the phone and told me to meet him at his place to get the money. When I got there he was smoking a bong. After taking the money I poured the bong over his head and told him to never come to my place ever again. D sounds like a classy guy. I have done this multiple times but here is the most recent story. So I was coming back from this road trip with a few friends and holy crap. There was a pretty light show on the way home. So I immediately buy the cheapest tickets available, which came in a package of 4. It cost $40 for each ticket, but the face value was $55. Anyways, two of them went to my friends, and with no time to lose, the show was starting in 2 hours. I posted an ad on Craigslist asking for $60 for it. Wasn't long before I got a message. The guy sent me a text and agreed to meet me in front of the venue in order to pay for the ticket. When we met, it was kind of my fault because I didn't check, but he shorted me $20. I was furious. What kind of C rips off somebody who hooks you up with a last minute front row ticket, right? So, I have his phone number. For every holiday I wait. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. I like to think he's having a good time. Hanging out with his buddies or family. It is then that I post an ad on Craigslist in highly populated cities. San Francisco, New York, Detroit, etc. Casual encounters M4M that says something like. The curious twink looking to suck first dong. I put a convincing message in that ends with send your dong pics to 123-456-7890. And I will pick the hottest one. I wait a day and take it down. For I am merciful. TLDR. Guy ripped me off. I make sure that every holiday he has sent hundreds of dong pictures. Twist. He's gay and every holiday, inexplicably, he gets several extra presents. About a month ago I found out my co-worker, a good friend of mine, was cheating with my GF at the time. Teamed up with few other work buddies and decided to teach him a lesson. We went to a Korean mart and bought two frozen raw fishes. With the help of one of my buddies I was able to get hold of his car keys. So we hid one of those two fish we bought earlier in a place which would be pretty obvious and easy to notice and we duct taped the other fish underneath his passenger side seat. He did find one of the fish and was pretty mad with us. 
Here's a sweet revenge though, he kept complaining that he just couldn't get rid of the fish smell from his car even though he cleaned his car with shampoo and has used all kinds of car scent. I quit that work a few days after, so I don't know if he found the other fish yet, we don't talk anymore. My old roommate did something similar, except he pried the covering off the door panel and put the fish in the inside of the door. Guy never found it and ended up just buying a new car. X cheated on me, moved out but moved out slowly over time, which meant I still lived with a lot of her stuff. Some of her clothes were left in the closet, I cut teeny tiny corners off of every sleeve, but barely enough to be noticeable. You'd have to think you were going insane to notice it, but then again, over time, each sleeve did look somewhat off. She eventually asked me about it months later, I denied everything, I regret nothing. That's very subtle, I like it. Driving home around 2 in the morning, two cars ahead of me, one is clearly giving the other car a hard time, tailgating him, cutting him off, windows open and he's yelling tame other guy, I catch up at the light and see a scared older man, 70 plus, getting verbally cussed out by this kid, now, I'm totally sober and I know that cops hang out in the back of the parking lot at work, Hep, hep, there were security guards on their off hours. I get he punks attention and he starts harassing me. One mile to go. Cussing at me. Trying to cut me off. I pull into the parking lot. He follows. Whip down to the back and yep. There's the cop. Lights come on. Both of us get pulled over. Other guy is screaming and I only have to explain for 30 seconds what happened. I leave the scene like I did my good deed for the day. TLDR. Saved old man from being harassed. Cops pull over and arrest the right guy. My ex-fiancee walked out on me a week before the wedding. I later married her a great girl, became much wealthier, and about to have a kid. Meanwhile, I heard she's still living in her parents' apartment and is actively looking online for dates. The best revenge is living a better life without her, and that is what I did. That's the best revenge of all, happiness. Nothing drives people crazier than seeing someone have a good freaking life. Chuck Palahniuk. For 10 months I had the worst roommate ever. A 40 year old guy who acted like he was 21. His parents support him and pay for his condo, which I rented a room in with no lease. As such, I had no tenant rights which he took advantage of. He was loud, drunk, drugged out, and yelling racial obscenities at the TV daily. He was constantly forcing me to listen to his rants about things he had no real knowledge about. This guy was the most spoiled, entitled, inconsiderate, narcissistic person I have ever met. The day I was supposed to move out he was passed the frick out from a days long alcohol and drug binge. I moved all of my stuff into the truck and was driving off when it hit me. There was a possum carcass on the side of the road near the condo. I went back up, grabbed his barbecue tongs and a bag, and picked up that carcass. I walked back up again, went in, opened the door to his room, and whipped that carcass onto his bed, then waked out of that place for the last time. He never even stirred as the dead possum, rotting and baked by the sun, landed next to him with a sickening plop. He deserves worse, actually, but I did what I could. In high school one of my best friends started dating my ex-boyfriend the day after we broke up. Which happened to be my 16th birthday, so then and there I decided to ruin her sweet 16. I just wasn't sure how. Fast forward 3 months, 
she planned an extravagant birthday party and played hockey from school the Friday before the big party to prepare. This was my opportunity. I told everyone at school that she had gotten the flu and was postponing the party. Hence why she wasn't in school. We were neighbors so everyone bought it. The next day she got all dolled up. Arrived at her sweet 16 party in a large rented ballroom only to spend the entire party with her mom and little sister. Not one person showed up. Looking back it was terrible and mean. But to a 16 year old girl I felt she broke sacred girl code. And that's never okay. TL. DR. A birthday for a birthday leaves the whole world sad. It seems like you were both C. But still. Excellent revenge. This isn't as clever or conniving as someone here but it still ranks as the number one top spot for my best revenge moment. I was 13 and was reclining on a beach chair. This boy about my age and his younger friend, who I'd known for about a week, were standing behind me and kept messing with the chair and wouldn't stop when I asked them to. Him and his friend were classic little bratty, redneck children. The younger one had a rat tail mullet, relevant for later, and the entire time I'd known them they were spouting off about how the boys were doing this but the girls couldn't do that because they were girls, stuff like that. The last time they messed with my chair I stood up, spun around and looked the bigger one dead in the eye and told him he'd better stop. He looked right at me with a smirk on his face and asked, what are you going to do about it as soon as the words left his mouth I punched him dead in the eye and grabbed the younger kid's rat tail mullet and yanked it so hard he fell to the ground. Then I sat back down. Both started crying almost immediately and didn't mess with me again. 8 years later and it's still the best feeling of revenge I've ever had. Called out the teacher who told me I would fail her class and needed to deal with not succeeding in my valedictorian speech. Best suck it moment of my life. Jokes on you. She saw your potential but was concerned about your lack of motivation. So she said the exact thing that she thought would make you succeed. She played you like a puppet. Was staying at my girlfriend's house and a couple houses away was a group of people who would bend late into the night, go out and then begin bending again. One night after having a very interrupted sleep I overheard one of the girls in the house loudly ordering pizza to an all night place in the cross. This is in Sydney. She have her credit card number and I quickly copied it down. The next day I went on a flower delivery site and delivered a $80 bouquet to the four houses around the house on either side of the street with a note saying sorry for the noise. We apologize and won't do it again. They have been quiet ever since. Girlfriend's brother sprayed water on my face so I told him to try these barbecue peanuts, which were actually the world's hottest peanuts, as he dances around a few seconds I hand him a nice cold water bottle, full of Everclear. I was in the navy, I was in basic enlisted submarine school with shared barrack rooms, I had two roommates who for a lack of a better term, sucked, they were dirty. They never cleaned and they just smelled bad all the time. Oh. And also they never woke up on time for anything. Every week during room inspections we failed. Terribly. I ended up getting so annoyed with them because we started to get into a lot of trouble that I plotted the revenge to show the inspectors that it wasn't me and it was my two soil sack roommates. Every four or so days everyone stood duty. One week night I had duty and I waited for the exact time that I was a roving watchstander in the barracks to pull off the trickery. I pee in a ziplock baggie and placed it in my friend's freezer prior to my watch and there I had it. A sheet of pee ice. I walked up to my room 60 minutes before inspection, knowing my fucked roommates wouldn't be up, 
and slid this sheet of pee ice under the door into the middle of the room. And you may ask why I didn't just open the door as it was my room, because I didn't want to take the chance of waking one of them up during my covet operation. The inspectors came around and sure enough, oops, I forgot to wake up for my roommates like I did everyone else on the floor. Amidst the melee of the inspector banging on the door, them trying to get dressed and them both very confused and shuffling through the pee, all heck broke loose. The inspector had those shit fucks standing at attention leaning over to smell the huge puddle realizing it was pee in the middle of the floor. The face he made when he made that realization was something I will never forget. He lost it. Those two got in a ton of trouble and since I was on watch they lifted all punishment on me finally realizing it was them the whole time. I don't feel guilty at all. I never did. I never will. TL. DR. Roommates were dirty. I made them dirtier with frozen pee. In 8th grade I was hanging with two of my friends at the local HS. We had just finished playing a pickup game of football. As we were walking to the bathrooms I saw what I thought was a friend and said hey man what's up we had played Pop Warner together for years so I knew him. He came out acting really tough and strange. Then about 7 other black dudes came out with him. I guess he joined a gang over the summer. Anyway they proceeded to jump me and beat the crap out of me while the friends I was with just stood there and watched I am not friends with them anymore lol. It was a long bloody walk home I never forgot about it. Anyway football season came around and look who is on my team. We get paired together in a drill where one person holds the football and another person tackles. Both PPL laying flat on their back. The coach blew the whistle and I never ran so hard in my life. I trucked the crap out of him to the point I cracked his helmet and he cried like a little girl. I stood over him and said where's your gang now? He showed me mad respect after that never said a word to me. To this day I still think about how awesome it felt. Very petty, but a major victory for me. In elementary school, first 7th grade where I live, I was bullied by this girl. I was tiny, red haired, braces and glasses, with low self esteem. Of course I was a target. She was just fat and entitled. She gave me numerous concussions and loose teeth and some emotional scars which made me apply for a secondary school in another district. My parents were a bit surprised when they got the letter about my being admitted. But that's another story. I went on to be accepted in one of the more prestigious public high schools in my area again. I have no idea how this works outside Norway. Met her one day at the end of the second year. She had put on so much weight and was on her way home. Four takeaway bags in hand to her parents place i lived on my own and was out jogging at my skinniest that day my revenge was being nice to her she had failed everything and could only get into the lowest priority high school i was in the highest priority she had gained so much weight and i was skinny and felt beautiful she bought kilos of takeaway and i was out running and i was so nice and compassionate all those years of bullying i just felt sorry for her Back in the summer of 09 me and my girlfriend were going pretty strong. Anyway I found out she was fricking this guy on the side. She admitted it and said she was sorry and I dumped her. Anyway I didn't know the guy but it remembered his name. One night at a party a few months later I got introduced to a guy I thought was him. I slyly worked out it was him. I'm not a guy to hold a grudge generally but this was something else. I didn't want to do anything to him but when I walked into a bedroom to take a phone call and there he was passed out drunk on the bed. I didn't know what to do but I knew I had to good an opportunity to pass it up. 
I was pretty drunk at the time but the first thing I thought of was to take a dump on him. I passed it off as a stupid idea but I couldn't think of anything else so I went with it. So I went with it. I left the party just after and I haven't seen or heard from him since. Not a day goes by I don't think about it. Needless to say I haven't told anyone about this in real life. I'm not sure but his say vengeance was a dish best served crappy. An eye for an eye. A dump for a dump. My senior year in college my housemate went from being my best friend to a cold hearted butthole who was mean to my dog. So I peed in his mouthwash. Was mean to your dog. I'll allow it. There was a teacher that I hated in middle school and he hated me just as much. One day I noticed that one of the magazines in our classroom had his address on it. I wrote it down and waited until summer vacation, so it would be less suspicious. I went to Borders and got a bunch of magazine subscription inserts and had a close friend who went to another school fill them out with his information. I checked the bill me later and sent them out. When I got back to school the next year, I could tell he suspected me but couldn't prove it and I was happy because I didn't have any classes with him anymore. Ah, the classic sign your enemies up for magazine subscriptions revenge. A friend of mine had been seriously third wheeling me with a certain girl that I was into. I asked why and he said it was fair game. May the best man win so I decided to find him another suitable partner. I went on to Omegle typed gay into preferences. Met a slew of lovely middle aged men who wanted my kick and thus gave them his. He received pictures of asses, dongs and 44 year old men wanting to let daddy see you. In my eyes justice was served finally. No ragrats. People who took revenge on their bully. What happened? I learned how to fight. Then beat the heck out of him. He left me alone from then on. Got in trouble with the school. But when they called my dad to tell him I was fighting. He said yeah, I bet. I paid for the lessons. Was it that little crap who's been bullying him? I did not get in trouble at home. Good on your dad. Two random strangers came during a bullying session in a public place. And they punched my bully. For some time. While calling me their friend. His entire class was afraid of me after that. I still don't know who my saviors were, but, thank you. Dang, didn't even want anything in return. They literally saw someone getting picked on, beat the butthole doing it, made a point of how you were their friend and left, literal freaking superheroes. In junior high some little crap was always picking on me and one day I was really mad about something else going on at home so when he came up to me, I hit him in the face with the heel of my gym shoe, broke his nose and a few teeth. Teacher gave me a lecture but no punishment. He didn't bother me again so it was worth it. Your teacher knew. In my secondary school, when you were about to leave, you'd wear your school uniform shirt on the last day and people would sign it for you. There was also an option to wear your own clothes for the last few days. So this guy who was leaving came decked out in the best of 1980s sports fashion, wielding a permanent marker and instead of signing the shirts of leavers he went around scribbling on the shirts of kids who were younger. Now bear in mind we were pretty poor, and if I came home with my uniform in a mess I'd get grief because we couldn't afford to replace it. He grabbed me and scribbled all over my shirt and somehow, using as yet unknown quicksilver powers, I grabbed the marker off him and managed to scribble not only all over his Sergio Dushback windbreaker, but all over his face and neck. He punched me in the tit. I'm a girl, but it was worth it. I hope your tit is okay. D. I hate the term bully in this context. 
Did a former man-child neighbor had issues understanding that it wasn't okay to throw his garbage in my yard, or let his drunk friends pee on my house. When the county cops didn't do anything about numerous calls, I started bagging the garbage and throwing it on his porch. He escalated to putting rat poison in hot dogs and throwing them to my German Shepherd mix. I saw her convulsing, and found three packages worth of hot dogs studded with pellets right along the fence. She pulled through, no worse for wear. Cops said I couldn't prove who did it. So the next time he threw garbage in my yard, which usually contained the guts waste from his hunting and fishing, I gathered fish guts into a bag, waited until he left, and put them in the rafters of his porch, under the hedges in his yard, and finally inside his air conditioner unit. About three days later he had all the doors and windows open. The following week he was having the carpet replaced throughout the house. Eventually the guts rotted away and the smell faded. But I think he knew I did it, because I never found trash in my yard again. Do not frick with my dogs. When I was about 7 years old, there was a girl on the bus who would pull my hair and pick on me. I would come home crying. My parents asked the driver to move our assigned seating but they refused. My dad asked me how I could fix the problem. I responded, comma how can I do anything if I'm not allowed to hit, as was the rule. Dad, you're not allowed to hit but you're allowed to not get hit. He explained what I should do and I did it. When the girl sat next to me, I should put my back against the wall, my feet on her thigh and slide her off the seat. She fell, cried. I got in trouble and the assigned seating was moved. Problem solved. Apologies for the formatting, as I am currently on mobile. TLDR pushed her out of my seat, making her cry to convince the bus driver to change our assigned seating. It's ridiculous that you weren't allowed to change seats despite repeated complaints but you push back once and it all changes for her. Not a bully to me, but rather a bully whose crap I put an end to. High school crap head screaming. Frick you little bee. At an elementary school kid walking home. Smacked the back of his head as hard as humanly possible and said. Frick you little bee. He never pulled that crap again. And then an endless line of backhead smacking for Kyle little bitches was born. My buddy and I pulled a prank on a bully, Adam. During the last two weeks of high school, we were hanging out at home playing video games and Adam surprised us by stopping by, under the guise of wanting to be friends. Despite having picked on us for the better part of four years, and one time, stabbing me with a pencil, within about five minutes, he was pressuring me to write his final assignment for him. A speech for debate class. At first I said no. I mean, what is this? Some comic book cliche? What will he demand next? My milk money too. But my buddy kept winking at me, putting the pressure on, and convinced me that we should do it. After some negotiation we agreed to put together a speech for him, but only if Adam would pay 25 US dollars, and also pick up a, rather elaborate, dinner order from Wendy's for us to eat that night. He agreed. My buddy and I ate well that night, and we had a plan. What we actually gave Adam was a quickly and pretty poorly written, and somewhat incendiary, speech about the silliness of Martin Luther King Day and how, if America really wanted to celebrate a true hero, it would instead be Joe Namath Day. I'm serious. That's what we wrote. We honestly believed Adam would read this at home, realize he'd been had, and be forced to rewrite and memorize a new speech in the wee hours of the night. Except it didn't go down that way. Imagine my surprise when Adam actually delivered that very speech in class the next day. 
he didn't have the memorization down, he kept referencing his papers, but he marched on, and the look on our teacher's face was just priceless. I think I peed my pants, I was giggling so hard, the other kids in the classroom were in shock, as I recall, the teacher made Adam stop his presentation. She told him to leave the classroom and she yelled at him in the hallway. As far as I know, Adam never fessed up that he hadn't actually written that paper, and I'm still not quite sure he ever really figured out just how brilliantly he'd been played. I was in 4th grade and had been bullied by a kid named Rocky, swear to god that was his name lol, who was in 6th grade. Anyway he would trip me, knock books out of my hands, punch me etc. One day out on the playground he pushed me into the merry-go-round while it was spinning. I was rolled around inside it while people were trying to stop it. The whole time he's laughing at me. I get pulled out and I'm scraped up pretty good. Get taken to the office to get patched up. Teachers ask what happened. I told them I fell. Went back outside and saw him standing there with his buddies. I ran as fast as I could toward him and punched him as hard as I could in the face. Broke his nose and just stood there looking at him ready to fight. His buddies told him to leave me alone and I never got picked on again at school. You're lucky he wasn't a Rocky of the Three Ninjas variety. Not me but a good friend of mine. Sophomores in high school. Eric kept a Gatorade in the side pocket of his book bag for lunch every day. Just before second period would start, Eric would put his bag down in class and go to the bathroom. When he would come back, his Gatorade was always empty. This went on for about two weeks and no one would ever tell him who it was. When finally one day he came back from the bathroom to another kid running out of the room retching and holding his pants. Apparently, Eric had had enough of his Gatorade being taken and had put a few drops, half a bottle of Vizine and the Gatorade before he came to school. The kid had to be admitted to hospital a few days later for dehydration from so much throwing up diarrhea from the Vizine. Eric finally knew who it was and no one drank his Gatorade anymore. Name changed. I grew up in a small town. We had one girl everyone thought was the prettiest girl in the whole wide school. She was a mean, petty bee. Truly awful. For example, my cat died when I was in 5th grade. She sat behind me muttering about how funny it was that my cat died. That he was a stupid cat. That he died because my mom was too poor to take him to the vet. And urging me to cry. Are you gonna cry? Are you gonna cry about it? Like a big baby? Big baby cry over your stupid cat. Everyone's gonna see you cry. You're about to cry aren't you? And so on. This wasn't even the meanest thing she did. And she was mean to everyone. One day in 6th grade, I'd had enough. She didn't even do anything truly awful I was just like frick Jennifer G and decided to do something about her. I stole one of my mom's little index recipe cards and meticulously wrote I stuff my bra in big bold letters. I stuffed that and a little gold safety pin in my jacket pocket. The next day I carefully affixed this to the back of her pink members only jacket just before first bell rang. She walked around with this ding note on all day, confused as to why people were laughing at her. She screamed and screamed when she found it, and she cried. Everyone saw her cry. Not really a bully so much, but I was working at my university in the division of student life as a GA, and had worked myself into a great position where people trusted me and relied on my advice. One night at a big party at a local university bar, I had the craving for a cigarette. I asked this group of girls if they had one, and being one to not bump straight up, I offered a coupon I had for free McDonald's fries if someone would give me one. 
One of the cuter girls there with a pink stripe in her hair said yes, pulled out her cigs, and I gave her the coupon. She then put her cigs back in her pocket and told me to frick off after stealing my fry coupon. I was pee off at this point and tried reasoning with her, seriously, over one cigarette. She then called over a couple of guy friends and said that I was falsely accusing her of stealing from me, and her friends all backed her up. She looked me in the eyes and said you shouldn't be so trusting. Fast forward to Monday, we had job interviews for the division and I happened to be passing through replacing a computer. I also happened to see the same pink stripe in hair individual that had stolen the McDonald's coupon from me the week before in line. I went to the person conducting the interviews and told him that she was a thief and a liar. On my way out, I smiled and waved. She didn't recognize me. She didn't get the job. And the interviewer thanked me for my contribution to the interview process. I told him if he told me to kill myself one more time I'd punch him in the face. He didn't believe me and told me to go kill myself. I punched him in the face, broke his glasses and give him a nosebleed and he never spoke to me again. I wouldn't say I took revenge. I just finally snapped like Ralphie from a Christmas story one day and started repeatedly punching him. In the middle of maths class. The teacher took me out of the class and I figured that I was doomed and on my way to see the headmaster. She said she knew he was a bully, but hitting people in her class was not okay and never to do it again. Then she placed him on detention. The bully gave some kind of grudging apology the next day and said he respected me for finally standing up for myself. Well, thanks I guess, he never bothered me again anyway. God that respected for finally standing up thing pisses me off. You should just give people a basic respect and they shouldn't have to stop taking your crap just to earn respect. Acts like you deserve to be bullied for not being a crappy person. Good on you for not taking it but what a backhanded compliment. I had a friend who had a bully. He had a locker above my friend and would intentionally drop books on her head, push her around, insult her throughout the year, and we all had a class together where he was generally a dong to anyone that he could. Before class started and anyone else was in class yet, the teacher had to step out for a bit, and it was just as three in the room. My friend was and still is very tiny but that day, it didn't matter. She snapped and had enough of his crap and went on the attack. I don't think she could have done much damage on her own, but I stepped in. Puberty was swift for me and I was one of the largest kids in school. By 5th grade I was already the size of an adult woman. I pinned him to the wall and let my friend kick the crap out of him and punch him in the balls. He didn't speak to either of us after that, and we never got into any trouble. I don't think he wanted to tell anyone that he got beat up by a couple of girls. This is satisfying. I used to get bullied for my lunch money in middle school by two guys for a year. One of which used to be my friend in elementary school. They would sucker slap me across the face from behind, push me against lockers, spear me. This was when Goldberg was popular in WCW. It got worse because this girl who I am still friends with would stick up for me. What made it worse was because of the fact she was a girl sticking up for a boy which in their words made me a pee but be well as time progressed. I started growing pretty rapidly in height towering over them. While the two guys were pretty much the same height or only grew a couple inches. They stopped picking on me physically obviously but verbally kept at it. I guess I just snapped because they were picking on one of my other friends for lunch money and I need the guy and the solar plexus and just rammed the other guy's head to a water fountain as hard as I could. The feeling I got after doing that made me so violently hyped and surprised at how light they were. All three of us got ISS for a week. 
they avoided my presence ever since that incident. I did have to watch my back though because their friends threatened to jump me. Nothing came of it, just a bunch of scared loud hyenas with hurt egos. You're the second person in this thread who got the International Space Station. When I was just a little kid, like 5 years old, my cousin used to bully me. That day, I was wearing a nice dress and my mom told me not to get it dirty. Well, I was playing with a kite outside when he pushed me over into a puddle of mud. I got in a lot of trouble, but my mom told me to do it back next time. Unfortunately, the next time he bothered me was near some stairs. I pushed him, and he fell all the way to the bottom. He was fine, and never bothered me again. I got in trouble again, but my mom also whispered in my ear. Good job. Just to clear stuff up, my mom was the one who punished me. We were visiting family out of the country, while my dad was back home. She punished me and encouraged me because she had issues. How to parent. As a child I was always much bigger than the other students in my class both height and weight wise. 5 feet by the time I reached 3rd grade, stopped growing forever at 5 feet 6 by 5th grade, which made me an easy target as the fat girl by the popular boys. Weirdly, the girls never were mean to me. Anyway, in 6th grade it reached its peak because I admittedly was this very weird socially awkward girl, which made me an easy target. This boy, let's say Dan, called me some variation of fat on the bus every single day. Why didn't you just move seats you may ask? Well, my brain was not that bright. One day I had enough. Dan called me a fattest and I almost moved forward to hit him. That made him and his friends amp it up even more the next day. That day, I lost it. Keep in mind that at this age most boys haven't even started puberty so Dan was a BC4 something while I was adult sized at age 11. I choked him out and threw him around the back of the bus a few times until his friends pulled me off him. The next day I was called into the office and I immediately broke down, because even though I felt vindicated I still was afraid of getting in trouble. The principal just looked at me and said okay, you can go. I was still so afraid of getting in trouble that the next day I came in and asked her if she had called my mom. No, if you were in trouble I would have made you call her yourself turns out Dan was being investigated for pushing another boy off the bus steps and breaking his nose so they were trying to build a case for his aggression. I didn't even get talked to. Luckily, that fight gave me a don't frick with her reputation that carried on until high school, at which point the bullies kind of became normal humans. Whoa, that felt good to write. In England, I'm aged 15 and I'm on a week long course with the naval cadets, CCF, in Portsmouth. The group has around 20 school kids from various schools. In the ship we're staying on we have our own bunk space. Around the corner is a group of actual navy recruits, aged a few years older than us. So one night a bunch of the recruits invade our bunk space. They grab the three youngest looking kids, which includes me. Their leader takes out a padlock and starts hitting my buddy with it. Then he asks does that hurt and my buddy says yes. To which the bully says good I'll do it some more. After a few more whacks, he starts on another kid. Asks the same question to which the reply is no and his answer is I'll have to do it harder then. I'm next in line and I know what's coming. So when he turned to look at me I punched him in the face as hard as I could. I was small at 15 and he was 2 years older. And all crap broke loose. First thing that happened was his mate shoved me off the bunk onto the floor and started jumping on me. The rest of my group laid into the recruits. They were smaller but outnumbered the recruits. 
Someone pulled the guy off me and I was just about to start kicking the crap out of him when the MP's security petty officers came in and broke up the fight. We all got dragged into the commander's office and ordered, as in actual military orders, to stay out of each other's bunk space. Next day I saw the guy I punched and he had what I assume was a broken nose. I found I had acquired a bit of reputation at school. Sometime later as I'm walking across the schoolyard a younger, bit bigger, kid bumped into me. I say something along the lines of hey watch it and he says make me. His buddy comes up and drags him off saying don't frick with him. He's crazy. I was bullied heavily in middle school. I wrestled in high school. At a competition. I found I had to wrestle Josh. He was one of those bullies. I knew I could pin him. Auto win. Told my coach about him, and my goal wasn't to pin him, but to hurt him as long as possible. Wrestling match starts, I do every move I can think of that hurts. Didn't try to get him on his back, just kept trying to and jacking up his arms, shoulders. Took a couple shots and checked his crotch with my shoulder since he wasn't wearing a cup. I did the full 6 minutes and 1 12 1 on points. He cried. Entire team went ballistic. Coach had told them he used to bully me and they were cheering me on so hard. Felt like the freaking king of the world. I walked off to my team. He limped off to the athletic trainer. TL. Doctor I wrestled my bully till he cried. WTF another butthole Josh. Beat him up until he cried. Turns out he wasn't a badass, and his friend didn't back him up. He tried to be friendly in the weeks afterward. Last I heard, he had a bad dirt bike accident. Got addicted to pills and was found after 2 weeks in an unowned house. Freaking sad. His accident happened years later. I missed the part about the accident at first and thought that you beat him so badly that you hospitalized him and and that's how he became addicted. This was in kindergarten. Used to get pushed around by a kid. Told my dad about it and he told me to smack him around if he touches me. Fast forward to lining up at the water fountain a few days later. This kid is behind me, he gives me a shove while in line, whatever, I start taking a drink, he pushes me into the wall, I turn around and punch him in the face, he drops crying, luck would have it the vice principal would see me punching this kid, but not the kid smashing my head against the wall fountain, so I get called into the office, and my dad is called for a meeting, and this is where it goes south for the vice principal, dad comes in, all pee off, he works nights, was woken up mid-sleep, and wants to know why I was called to the office. Vice principal tells him of what he saw, and I tell my dad what happened. My dad then proceeds to ask the vice principal how in the frick. Frick echoed down the K3 hallway. Do you decide to discipline my kid but not the other kid who has a history of violence in the school? That conversation got progressively heated, and as it was 20 years ago I don't remember much else of it, but I do know as the more the vice principal tried to explain himself in vain the worse his argument became to my dad. At the end of it I wasn't disciplined. The kid never fricked with me again and moved away in grade 6. And the vice principal took a conveniently timed two week holiday beginning the day after this occurred. And transferred at the end of the year. Violence solves nothing they tell you. For me violence is the only way to keep people from taking advantage of me. Second story. This kid in my grade 9 year liked to pick on my because I was short and stocky. I let him chirp all he wanted until he put hands on me. One shot to the chiclets and the kid started bleeding from the mouth. This happened in front of a good number of his buddies. Suffice to say people didn't frick with me anymore after that in high school. 
I kind of felt bad for him though. He got some teeth chipped and his parents didn't have benefits for dental care to get them fixed. So he was kind of fricked in that regard. A friend of mine is writing a tell-all book about the horrific abuse her and her siblings suffered as children. These kids were beaten until they passed out from shock. They were starved. They were locked in isolation. They were even violated in that house. But apparently this family were pillars of the community and everybody looked up to them and respected them. When the kids asked for help, nobody believed them. Despite bruises, scars and wounds that couldn't possibly have come from everyday play. She's naming names of the abusive family in question, and all the teachers and social workers who ignored their multiple cries for help over the years. The parents of that family are both dead now, but the kids are still around, and some of the social workers are still in the business. She has names, dates, police, court, and hospital records to back it all up, too. Her lawyer has confirmed all the information, and none of it is libelous. The social service agency in question has already offered her $125,000 not to publish the book. Their first offer was only $7,000, then $25,000, then $70,000. It keeps going up, the more panic they get. She basically told them to go frick themselves. Please, it's going to make our jobs extremely difficult, and it's already tough. When we needed help, you people completely ignored us. Now you're asking me for help? Nope. Too bad. The fact that they're offering her that much money to hush it all up just to cover their own asses when that should be budgeted to helping little kids just goes to show where their priorities really lay. I'm so glad she's sticking to her guns. This is a human being who's woken up screaming with nightmares and flashbacks of psychological torture. Pretty much every night for 30 years now. They were 5, 6... 7, 8, 9, who the frick does that to little kids, even doing that to an adult would be cruel and inhumane, and then to be completely ignored by the very people who are paid to protect you, and they think money can just magically fix everything, disgusting, she basically wants to make sure changes are made and see that this crap never happens to any other kids again, if possible, and they just want to hush her up. Seems to me they're more worried about things that are currently going on than anything that happened 30 years ago. Too bad no one is seeing this. I hope the book gets tons of publicity because that crap is, as you said, disgusting and people should be held accountable for their misconduct regarding those kids. Here's the thing. Technically it was my best mate's bully, but it was my revenge. She was half cast and the only Asian looking girl in the area. This one dong sucker had learned some vile names and delighted in calling her them until she cried. He always did it at the bus stop because we couldn't walk away. I got angry, but she always told me not to do anything because she was worried about it escalating. I promise not to do anything that would make it worse. I like loopholes. I'm also from what some would call an aggressive family. We've play fought with each other for as long as I can remember, so the desire to beat the crap out of him was strong. One time he was singing a song that basically was just the P word to a tune with a few uninventive insults thrown in that didn't scan. He was playing up particularly because there was a crowd of largely disinterested older kids also waiting for the bus. I figured a way to frick him over and ensure it wouldn't get worse. I punched him hard in the nose. No warning. Just turned round and lamped him. Now I was a big girl even at 7. So when I put my full force behind the punch, it was nasty and yes. I hurt my hand because I was a dumb kid who didn't know how to punch properly. 
He staggered back and started crying as his nose began to bleed. The disinterested crowd noted that he'd been made to cry by a girl, and ripped the crap out of him. He ran away. They continued laughing. Me and my mate eventually caught our bus and he left us the frick alone forevermore. Oh and I didn't get into trouble because 1. He had no idea where I lived and 2. Rumor had it his dad was more pee off that he'd not fought back. Charming man. In high school I had a verbal bully. He never got physical but I would always hear about how fat I was or what I was reading this was early mid 90s. So manga wasn't as mainstream as it is now. He lived a few streets down and his parents knew he did it. They just didn't care. So in my junior year a new high school opened and I transferred over. He stayed at the old school. I helped set up all the new computers and networks at the new school and graduate. The school then hires me as a computer tech. Which was great because it was awesome paying for a 18 year old. So my first year is a computer tech and who do I see? That's right. He did something in his senior year at my old school that got him kicked out and had to repeat his junior year. So he was now a year behind me. So I am walking through the hallways with an assistant principal. Dang I miss him. I would have followed him to a school in heck itself. Talking about what computers I was going to move. Etc. Bully sees me and just starts up a game like no time had passed. I just stare at him and then at the AP. He lays into my bully about showing proper respect for the faculty and staff while my bully just has this dumbfounded look on his face. It was amazing. That's freaking awesome. She gave me my order at Dairy Queen. She asked how I was doing and I told her. Getting a mortgage. Engaged. About to graduate with a BS. Asked her how she was doing. Well. I'm here. So. It was deliciously awkward. As many others have said. The best revenge is success. I had a kid in middle school who was kinda mean to me and my friends over the course of the year. One day he tried to strangle me in gym class with a cord kinda jokingly. However I had had enough and went to the principal with my parents and witnesses of that event. My parents threatened to press attempted murder charges on the kid. Also he had been caught with a knife in his backpack. Kid was permanently expelled from the school. I believe he is actually in prison now for attempted murder on someone else. Well my revenge took place years after the bullying but let me tell ya, the feeling was magnificent. I was driving one night and I got rear-ended. This took me by surprise simply because this was at 3 in the morning and I was the only vehicle on the road at this time in this area. Or so I thought. Turns out he was driving drunk. And I just so happened to have neck pains and trouble sleeping due to the traumatic event. I was able to sue him for enough to pay medical. My vehicle. And a little extra pocket money. That's what you freaking get for pushing me into the locker. Chad. It's always Chad. Frick that guy. There was a boy who picked on pretty much every girl in his grade when we were in grade 7. Him and his friends started getting fairly physical and started grabbing girls butts and crotches in the hallway between classes. No one ever stood up to him because he was the very tall cool athletic popular kid. And pretty much everyone was intimidated by him. I played trumpet in band class. And I was the only girl who did. In a big group of boys including him. So he picked on me a lot. Calling me butch girl and lesbian or dyke simply because I played trumpet instead of flute or clarinet. I wasn't even a tomboy. I was a pretty feminine girl so he was really reaching. One day he came up behind me in the hallway after school was out. And of course he grabbed me sort of under my butt almost to the front of my crotch so hard that it really hurt. Luckily I was carrying my trumpet case. 
so I spun around and smashed him in the balls with it. He crumpled down to the ground with tears in his eyes and never bothered me again after that day. Sometimes I feel a little bad though because I wonder if I may have caused him permanent damage. Sometimes I feel a little bad though because I wonder if I may have caused him permanent damage. I hope you did. I smacked the crap out of my sister one Christmas she was 10 years older than me. I was 10 she was 20. My dad beat my butt on the spot. Reddit, what's your best funniest personal example of petty revenge? This happened a while back. Study hall in 8th grade actually. I always brought two small sandwiches to school so I could have one at lunch and one in study hall since our teacher let us eat in that class. One day as I was about to eat my sandwich, I get up to use the bathroom. As I walk back in the classroom, I see the kid in front of me eating my sandwich. I was pretty annoyed but nothing serious at this point, so I confront him politely and he denies it completely. I left my sandwich on my desk the next day just to make sure it was him, and what do you know, it is. So on the third day, I hatched a plan. I put habanero cheese on my sandwich, and then doused it all in ghost pepper sauce. That crap was everywhere, but it luckily didn't smell spicy. I get to study hall and my plan works flawlessly. I leave my trap sandwich on my desk and get up to use the restroom. This time I take as long as I can, and end up wandering the halls of the school. I did this because my study hall teacher was anal about the hall pass, and only one guy was allowed to leave the class at a time, even for water. After about 10 minutes I come back into the class to be greeted by the sandwich thief crying hysterically with a bright red face waiting for the hall pass. He was in the bathroom for the rest of the day. My ex cheated with a married man. He now lives with her. He is a pose. But anyway, I still have login for her DVR. I logged in, erased all her shows, then recorded only the show cheaters. Petty, but it makes me laugh. A guy at work peed me off. I placed this Craigslist ad with his phone number. Two free goats. Habless Espinal. He spent the rest of the day getting calls every 15 minutes or so. My mom had a fantastic one. She was a language teacher at my high school and years after I had graduated, she called me kind of upset because a group of guys was trying to make her look dumb. The class was supposed to write one of those team dialogues in Spanish, and had a week or so to prepare it, then had to perform it in front of the class. When she called for them to do theirs, they said, but we already did ours. We're not doing it again she said. You definitely didn't do it. I don't have any record of it here and I would remember it if you had. They refused to do it. Insisting they already performed it and that it was her fault she didn't take notes scores down. She was feeling puzzled and questioning herself. When one of the good kids came and said. They didn't do it. They were bragging about making you look stupid and threatened the whole class if they told you anything. But please don't tell them I told you this. I don't want any problems with them. These were those stereotypical dumb jock types who everyone was scared of for whatever reason. My mom was really into yoga at the time and got a great idea while meditating. She went in the next day and said, Boys, I owe you an apology. I found my notes on your presentation and I do remember it. I don't know how I forgot she went on to describe all the grammatical mistakes they made, that their dialogue hadn't been as long as required, that they didn't include the necessary vocabulary, etc. All made up. She failed them all on the project and they couldn't do a thing about it without admitting they'd made it all up. I was waiting for she told them it had been so good that they'd been selected to present it during a school assembly the next day, but this was better. 
kid stole my water bottle. I opened it up and left it inside his backpack. When I was a kid I had a bedwetting problem. I am not ashamed of this now, as thousands of other kids have had the same problems. At the time however, this was humiliating. My younger brother started telling other kids around school how extensive the issue was. I was mortified. Even after our mother told him to knock it off, he continued. So I decided to level the playing field. The whole hand and cup of warm water deal didn't work. I stood over him as he slept one night and peed on him. The next morning, my mom was horrified and wound up taking a call from my grandmother. I don't know what to do. Now both of them are peeing the bed, she explained, clearly frustrated. After a few more times of framing my brother as a bedwetter he completely stopped using my embarrassing problem as entertainment. Had a chief warrant officer in Iraq throw a bottle of petroleum jelly at my after I got done ranting about something I've long since forgotten. Told me to go take care of it, and come back when I feel better. During his afternoon siesta I spent an hour covering everything on his desk with it in the most inconspicuous spots. For example, inside the handle of a coffee mug, underneath the handle of the Keurig pod loader, behind the canister holding Keurig coffee pods, anywhere he could grab something and not see it without first inspecting it. He came back and proceeded to curse at a rate never witnessed before as he had to continuously wipe all the jelly off his hands every 3 minutes. He caught the jelly on the inside rims of his over the ear headphones before he rimmed his ears with it. But the best came after I let him calm down and get back to work. Everyone else in the office watched me do it. No one said a thing. But they all had their eyes on me as I waited 5 minutes before picking up my phone on my desk and slowly dialed the number at his desk. It rings. Everyone turns to look at him. He's on the computer. Picks up the phone. Slaps it to his ear. Radio Battalion Simosinovich turns his head. Ear was caked full of petroleum jelly I had dumped all over the earpiece of the phone. Master Guns and Major told me these antics and pranks made that deployment. CW Orion, if you're reading this, sorry, not sorry. Speeding up a co-worker's double-click speed and watch him squirm when his normal double-clicking speed isn't working. Somebody once changed the mouse pointer on my chef's computer to the loading animation. We scratched our heads for a while before figuring it out. I have to admit, it was hilarious watching his mild irritation every day. In 7th grade I used to take homemade lunch to school. We prepared our own salad dressing, lemon juice, salt, oil, etc, and one kid decided it would be good to steal it, and drink it before lunchtime. I asked him not to, but he continued to drink it, but started doing so in one gulp so I couldn't stop him. So instead of making a huge deal, I prepared two salad dressings. One that I would actually use on my salad, and another that had all the liquid condiments I could find in my mom's kitchen. It was really fun to see his face as he drank it. He never stole my salad dressing again. In Texas, there is a law that allows the US to take certain possessions to satisfy a debt owed, such as from a lawsuit. So this defendant had been committing medica fraud, got caught, has to pay back the money. He's also a total prick during the lawsuit, obstructionist, rude, etc. When the US finally has its judgment and he's pleading poverty, the US attorney that ran the suit basically ends up walking through the impoverished guy's multi-million dollar house to handpick what is going to be seized. He takes the big ticket items that he's allowed, but it's not going to be enough so then he just starts taking little crap to pee the guy off. Book half read on the nightstand, gone, can't take the garage, 
build you can take the garage door opener. So, gone. I don't know what else he took but I think the idea is brilliant. The book would pee me off so much. My favorite childhood story. So I was an AP kid, and had a bunch of AP friends, and also was in sports and theater. I had a large bunch of friends in nearly every cliche. Anyway, one day, one of my friends gets sucker punched in the halls by some dickwood. Because of the school's zero tolerance policy, getting sucker punched carries the same punishment as sucker punching. So my friend and the dickwood both got in school suspension, but only one of them was punched on the face. I thought that was a little bit unfair. So I got my friends together, and they got their friends together, and every week, one of us would sucker punch Dickwood. Every week, one of us would have ISS, and so would Dickwood. But since we are many, none of us went to ISS twice. Dickwood on the other hand missed so much class, that he had to retake the grade. I was casually walking my pup in the same area I usually do. It's a nice trail surrounding a wetlands reserve and there's generally a lot of dog walkers and people riding bikes. The schools around here just let out for the day and there was a group of three boys riding their bikes coming from behind me. I could hear their muffles talking and giggling and all of a sudden they were a few feet behind me and one of them yelled, hey, catch and threw some crumbled paper at me. I couldn't care less about the paper but the yelling scared my lil pup so I was naturally angry but being awkward I didn't say anything. What am I going to do? Beat up some kids? I did have my pup's steamy tater tots in a bag and as they rode off I lightly tossed it. By god it lands in one of the kids hoodies. And he didn't notice. They were too busy cackling away at how they got him. I saw them riding ahead and it took maybe a hundred yards before he noticed there were some little round brown dumplings in his hood. He screamed and threw the bag onto the ground while the other two died laughing. They looked back at me but I was so far behind them that they just rode onward. I also couldn't help myself and laughed as I picked up the poo and threw it out a few minutes later. You know, got to be a good citizen and all that. Guys swerved across two lanes on the highway one day and cut me up. I slammed on the anchors and gave a good indignant blow of my horn. He starts acting like Mr. Angry at being called out so starts slamming on his brakes, then speeding up if I try to overtake, flipping me the bird, the whole caboodle. Seeing the next junction coming up I flash my lights and start beckoning to him in classic you want a piece of me mime, and mouthing come on then, then start pointing at the upcoming junction. He obviously believes I actually want to go somewhere quiet and sort it out like men. I swerve angrily into the exit lane and he follows suit. Finally I blow my horn and point at something on the junction then, whilst he's distracted, swerve back out onto the main highway and speed up so I'm level with him so he can't get back over. He looks over in panic. I smile and blow him a kiss. The junction ends and he's stuck sailing off wherever the junction takes him. It's a 24 mile round trip to get back to here. Back in college, I was sitting in the library trying to work on an assignment. All was quiet for a while until this one obnoxious guy came in and sat at a table near me and proceeded to pull out his phone and have the loudest, most obnoxious conversation with one of his friends. Lots of bro, seriously bro and yada yada. I was about to pack up my things and find somewhere else to work when the conversation turned to Netflix. The guy told his friend he should just use his account and proceeded to loudly state his email address and password for all to hear. This was too good of an opportunity for me to pass up, 
So I promptly logged in and navigated to the LGBT section and started adding the gayest movies I could find to the top of the queue. I like to think that both guys ended up thinking the other one added the movies to the queue but were too shocked to ever say anything to each other. Usually Netflix allows up to 3 screened streams at a time so I would have been very tempted to keep 2 Netflix tabs open from his account on my PC at all times. Let them fight over the last connection. I once had a colleague I hated. He was very condescending and really arrogant. So I put an extra Bluetooth receiver in his computer for a computer mouse and kept the mouse in my drawer. I would just open my drawer and it would mess his crap right up. Kept it going for like 2 months. He was about to murder the world when I thought I better stop. Back when I was studying engineering, it occurred to me to try and find an app on my iPhone for those Panasonic projectors in lecture rooms. So I get the app and it just let me connect to the one in the class without a password or anything. I have a friend who is one of those perpetual pranksters. You can't leave your PC or bag or food drink unattended when he's around. So I beam a picture of him onto the projector, so the lecturer is just talking away and this goofy picture of my mate is on the screen. Lecturer doesn't realize yet. People in the lecture start waking up and giggling a bit. Now I use the pen function and draw dong on the picture too. Mate was red in the face and trying to hide. Lecturer finally noticed and says Michael why is there a picture of you on the screen? Finally for a fleeting moment I actually wrecked that sucker. This happened to my so when he was at university. Another comment here reminded me of it. His class were doing presentations in pairs, and he got paired with some girl who didn't bother to bring notes or research information for their presentation. She instead let him do all the work, and any slides she did were made from his notes and research. He complained to his tutor and she told him don't worry, leave it to me. And then the day of the presentation comes, they present. And then at the end the tutor asks the girl a question. If I remember correctly the question was something like is there any evidence to suggest that some cultures are more prone to mental health problems. And the girl answered no. The tutor then asked Misa the exact same question. And because he'd actually read the research on the topic. He was able to list off several studies that showed that some cultures are in fact more prone to mental health issues. The girl glared at him the entire time he answered the tutor's question. Pretty sure she ended up with a D, while he got an A or B. I had a 6 month school internship at a mobile phone store. The boss was a total butthole that treated his school interns like full paid workers, even gave me some concerning money responsibilities. A while after the internship he called to tell me I would have to give a statement at court. He had a problem with some customer and a shipment and he planned to tell the court that he explained me everything concerning shippings precisely. Of course he didn't. And of course I didn't lie in front of the judge. My boss attorney gave me a look I will never forget when he realized his stupid plans didn't work out. A few weeks later my now ex-boss tried to call me again. I didn't pick up. Frick this guy. On every email I send, I attach my name, company, position, etc. All the time people will respond thank you Sarah, but my name is spelled with the H. I have started to reply to them leaving off a letter of their name. No problem Renee have a good day John. They probably think I am an idiot, but it is worth it to me. Keep up the good work, Hera. When I was a kid I got the Sabrina the Teenage Witch handbook. It was full of kiddie experiences and stuff and was pretty fun. My older sister had upset or annoyed me about something. So I tried out one of the tricks from the book. You fill a cup with water and some corn kernels. Put some tin foil on top of the cup. 
The kernels eventually pop and it makes noise against the tinfoil. I put it under her bed. It takes a few days to work, so I completely forgot about it. Until one night I woke up to my two sisters whispering. It had popped in the middle of the night and she thought there was a rat under her bed. Someone in my office would always crush lunches with his gigantic ass lunchbox. Either he ate bricks or lead, I don't know. But I always came to the office fridge and found that my lunch was in pieces. So, after three bouts of this, and numerous notes from myself and other colleagues, I carefully removed his lunchbox, emptied the contents, a gigantic sandwich, a Twinkie, chips, some vegetable pieces, and a few other bits, and ran over them with my car. I carefully packed it back in, and put it back. He kept his lunch in a cooler by his cube from then on. Just saying that you went to your car and started it just to flatten the lunch is what makes this truly great. When I was a kid my younger brother and I would go for extra mandarin lessons after school. Then we'd take the bus back. He would never press the bell for the bus to stop because he knew I'd freak out and press the bell rather than miss the stop. So, one day when he was sitting on the bus but in front of me, I made sure to get off the stop before hours. I laughed my butt off when I saw the bus miss not just our stop but disappear into the distance. Petty? Sure. But I was about 12. We were sitting by a pool once, and a woman stood over my wife and started spraying sunscreen all over herself, and my wife. We asked her nicely to please move and she ignored us and kept spraying. When we left, I took one of her flip flops with me. As a nurse, we had this god awful patient, who made all our lives heck, needed pain meds on the dot, needed to smoke every half hour. Sat on the call light all dang day, this person was possibly the rudest human being I've ever met, treated us like slaves, and was drug seeking, it finally came time for discharge, and this patient decided to come up with a whole bunch of new medical problems, I have chest pain, I have nausea, one side of my body feels numb so, being the very skilled and rational nurse I am, I asked the doctor for a whole new set of orders, first, I asked for lab drawers every 3 hours, meaning needles every 3 hours, to check cardiac markers. Then I asked that the PT be placed on NPO status, nothing by mouth. For the nausea, this person couldn't go an hour without eating something. For the numbness, I requested the PT be placed on strict bed rest for 24 hours, and then have a physical therapy eval ordered, which meant no more going downstairs to smoke. I explained this all to the patient, and he says crap, I just wanted to stay another night, I ain't doing any of that, I feel fine, just give me my dang papers talked it over with the doctor on call, he gave me the all clear to discharge, and I had him out the door in an hour. Malicious compliance, the best kind. Serious, what revenge of yours hit the victim way worse than you thought it would, to the point you said maybe I shouldn't have done that? In elementary school there was a bully kid who would make fun of me. I had a bad bowl cut and was pretty small so it wasn't surprising. Me and my friends usually just ignored him. Anyway one day this kid from Brazil moved into the house next to mine. He was a year older. We used to play soccer together every day after school. I mentioned to him once that this kid would call me names and usually while walking home from school would follow behind me taunting me. One day I'm leaving school and this kid is going slowly behind me on his bike shouting stuff. Just dumb kid stuff you know. A Brazil kid comes out of nowhere, knocks the kid off his bike and just starts beating him. Bully is on the grass crying and bleeding. 
Brazil kid grabs the bike and gives it to me you can keep this and then walks away. I didn't know what to do. I just laid the bike next to the kid and walked home. He wasn't at school for like a week. Later in life I found that kid had a really crappy home situation with abusive parents. I was 10 at the time. Always felt bad for that. Quit bullying me though. I still occasionally see that Brazilian guy. Don't think he even remembers it. Cool on him for helping in his way. I just think it went too far. Brazil kid was actually pretty cool for sticking up for you. And yeah, I wouldn't feel too bad for the bully. Sometimes that has to happen to them a few times before they learn to quit taking a crappy home life out on innocent kids. I was dating this girl and my friend saw her around town a few times and humiliated her in an effort to embarrass me. I told him to stop bothering her, but he did it again. That night I convinced him to try getting back together with his wildly insane and manipulative ex that he hadn't spoken to in years, thinking that he would just humiliate himself by trying. Well, they banged and got back together for a while, and had a baby. Now they are terrible single parents. Jesus, I think the consequences from this one are the worst in the thread. My friends and I used to pull a lot of pranks on each other growing up and about 10 years ago I was helping my buddy set up a new business. He was ordering business cards and the company he was going through was offering I think 500 or so free with a large order so we decided to prank our other friend. We made business cards with his name, phone number, home address and had his job title as professional creep with the slogan if I'm creepin', you ain't sleepin'. We passed these cards out all over town. He was getting really harassing phone calls for a while and couldn't figure out why. After about 2 years he found one of the cards on a random fridge at a party and put 2 and 2 together. He was P and is still getting random calls 10 years later. I feel really bad about that one. Jesus change your number. Had a lawyer a few years back who was a piece of absolute crap. 1. Would go months between returning phone calls. 2. Constantly late with court filings to the point the courts multiple times moved to have the case dismissed from lack of action. 3. Lied to me constantly about anything and everything. 4. Refused to be fired. Seriously, when I told him he was fired he just ignored me and kept presenting himself as my lawyer. I had to get the courts involved to get him to stop. 5. Lied about me. Our client has been unreachable. We are considering dropping them. I tried to call you 84 time in THR last 3 months and you didn't answer or return a single one. 6. When I finally did fire him, he told me I had to be in court on a specific date. That didn't work for me. At a specific time, that didn't work for me. Or else the motion to withdraw wouldn't be accepted. So I got to the courtroom and the judge was super nice but confused as to why I was there and when I told him the story the judge just goes. Yay. This is all done electronically. I'm not sure why your lawyer would tell you that other than to be a dong. Needless to say by the end of all this I was p and wrote a 10 page bar complaint about 4 different lawyers and their offices and ethical behavior. Well, the bar association decided this was a firm wide encourage pattern of behavior and threw the book at the 4 partners. Disbarred for 5 years, restitution to clients, and only allowed to practice under supervision for a period of 5 years after they return. I felt a little bad, but god dang I was so freaking sick of being jerked around. My bother and cousins were walking home from school. 
While my brother and I were walking and my cousins were on bikes, they kept circling us and making fun of us because we didn't have bikes. One of my cousins then spits on me, out of reflex. I blasted her with my trumpet case and she went flying, landed on the concrete and broke her arm. I felt awful. It was the first and last time I ever hit a girl. My family believed every word of the story, knew this cousin was always a total B to me, and largely believed she had it coming. I still felt awful though. The trumpet case, an elegant weapon for a more civilized age. When I was in 5th grade my teacher gave out a crap ton of homework one day so I got the whole class to help me write a letter to the principal. She found out and cried and crap. I felt really horrible because she was just trying to get us ready for a test coming up. I still feel really bad every time I think about it. Oh I have one for this. My grandpa was a bit old school and gave me prison yard advice for my first week of school. He said, if anyone picks on you, just deal with them right then. Don't take it. First week of kindergarten. A grade 1 kid was pushing me around, not letting me go back to class. I pushed him down against a fence and kicked him in the face 3 or 4 times, splitting his nose. Almost got kicked out of school, until they found out my grandpa had told me to do it. Thing is, no one mess with me after and that guy was nice to me all the way through to graduation. A kid on my track team would always come by and take a drink of whatever I had with me. I was sick of it and brought a root beer with me which had been spiked with 3x the recommended dose of root beer flavored x Sure enough he came by and I said you know what Tony, why don't you just take the whole thing. Well we were having a home meet that day and he was our best pole vaulter and part of the relay team. I thought maybe he'd feel a little off and under preform. In the midst of our warm ups. He went missing and was absent the entire meet. Back in my early 20s I was working a crap job in the mall. I'd only been working there for about a month when I was promoted to keyholder over a guy who started before me. The dude had been a real flake as long as I'd known him. So I wasn't surprised. Apparently he'd been promised the position and was really upset at me. For the next month he was a huge dong to me. Swiping sales. Complaining to the manager about me, slyly fricking up cleaning projects or displays I had done and informing the manager that I'd failed to do something. After a full month of his bulls I eventually snapped. At a few of the local plant nurseries you can buy jars of ladybugs for 10 bucks. I bought 3, which was somewhere between 2 and 5 thousand ladybugs. I swiped his keys from the break room while I was on lunch, found his cute new satin, and dumped all 3 containers on the floor of his back seat. We closed together that night, so we ended up waking out to the parking lot together after dropping the cash off at the deposit box. I was parked further out, so he got to his car before I did, and I was able to get a peek at my handiwork. It looked like something from a horror film. The ladybugs had swarmed the entire inside of his car, and in the dim light you couldn't really tell what they were only that the car was full on infested with bugs. The dude had a freaking breakdown right there in the parking lot. Just absolutely lost his mind. I enjoyed the scene at first, but the longer it went on the worse I felt. After he calmed down enough to start making sense he barreled into this monologue about how he was sure it was the girl from the pretzel stand because he'd been such a huge butthole to her, and he starts crying. He goes on about how he deserves this for being so awful, and then apologizes to me for being such a dong, and keeps going on about how he brought this on himself. It was pretty bad. I offered him a ride home. 
now feeling really guilty, and when I dropped him off he thanked me for being so nice to him, despite all the awful stuff he'd done. He said his mother was undergoing cancer treatment and it wasn't going well. Oof, he apologized again and I didn't see him for a few days. Crap between us at work improved a lot, but I still felt guilty as frick. He had to sell the car a few months later because the Texas heat had killed all the ladybugs and he couldn't get the smell of them out of the vehicle. His mom died a little while after that and he ghosted the job. Frick, I still think about that dude even now. The revenge felt so righteous when I did it, but afterwards it was nothing but guilt. You also killed 2000 ladybugs. My sister used to kick my butt on the regular. She had mad anger problems and would go berserk over the littlest things. One time I turned the light on while she was trying to sleep, she beat me up and I ended up going to prom with bruises all over me. All through the years, I never hit her back. I was a super sensitive kid and if I ever hit back, I ended up crying to my mom about how I loved my sister and hated to hurt her. After I graduated, she had calmed down a bit, but she still had issues. Coming back from a small party one night and she is back on her old bulls, just getting mad over something stupid and going totally crazy over it. We get home and get out of the car and is say I'm driving home. She keeps saying I'm too drunk even though I'd only had 2-3 mini beers. She grabs the back of my shirt and I'm so pee off at her. I turn around really fast with my fist out to hit her arm or something. She immediately lets out a blood piercing scream and drops to the ground. Blood is spurting everywhere. She leaves a trail as she runs inside and wakes up our mom and dad. Turns out, I broke her nose pretty freaking bad. But my mom and dad kept saying it couldn't be that bad because I had done it and that she must have really been freaking with me for me to have done something like that after all these years of her beating on me. I felt so awful. I cried and tried to say sorry, but she ended up going to the hospital. I don't feel so bad now because she purposely never paid the bill thinking she could bully me into paying it, and she never lets it go. She always says I'm the reason her credit and stuff is bad and that she still has collections agencies calling her over the year bill. I ain't paying that crap. Consider it payment for the years of abuse. I think I have told this before, but, I think I was 15 and was in class and sat next to a friend of mine. He, for no reason, began to say, Haha your bald father which I followed up with haha your bald mother. He started crying and ran to the teacher. I honestly forgot his mom had cancer and was getting chemo. Had a roommate who basically let his new GF move into our house in college. She helped herself to everything in the house but never contributed. Finally she parked in my parking spot and that was my breaking point. I let all the air out of all of her tires thinking she'd just air them back up and it would be an inconvenience. Instead she ended up buying all new tires. Whoops, never came clean about it. Back in middle school a friend of mine threw a small wadded piece of paper at me. I retaliated by throwing the only thing I could find, which was mud close to my shoes. Smacked him right in the face with it. Worst part is, it turned out to be dog crap that was at the bottom of my shoe. I still vividly remember his angry WTF man I throw paper at you and you throw dog crap. Way back in elementary school a friend threw a piece of chalk that hit me square in the forehead. It was the most humiliating moment for younger me as everyone who saw that started laughing their asses off. Kids are buttholes. 
I plotted and planned my revenge, to get back in the exact same fashion over the next couple of days. One fine day weapon in hand, I find him perfectly placed a chalk throw away from me. I yell out his name and quickly launch the projectile as he spins around. For some reason he had his mouth open as he looked at me and the piece of chalk flew directly into his throat. His eyes widen and he starts choking. I stood frozen in shock as he fell on his knees coughing. Luckily somebody grabbed him from behind and thumped his back. So he swallowed the piece. An adult walks in. Cannot remember who it was at the time, but she looks at me and asks what happened. At this point I'm shaking realizing that I narrowly killed my friend. I say it was a mint. My friend. Also shaken at this point, laughs it off saying it went straight into his throat and he didn't taste it. The adult shakes her head and says next time just hand it like a normal person and walks away. Years later when we were moving away to another country I remind him about the incident and come clean about the whole thing. He snaps and yells I knew it. When I was a kid I was at a local river, a great swimming spot lots of people came too. My friend pushes me in the river and naturally I came up spluttering and a little red in the face, but it was all in good fun. For the rest of the day I planned to get her back, waiting for my opportunity to push her in, until she was at the edge of the river drying off. I pushed her, but her flailing and the slippery nature of the rocks she was on made her slip on the spot, and instead of just splashing into the water, she landed on her back hitting the rocks hard, and then fell into the water. She was winded, but thankfully otherwise unharmed. Our parents were furious at me, and I just spent the few seconds it took to get her out, felt like a lot longer to me, just hoping I hadn't broken her back or something. 2 stroke 10 revenge, would not do again. When I was bullied by some local kids I filled the petrol tank of their family car with grass, dirt, sticks and stones, bottle caps, pretty much anything I could jam into the petrol tank. I felt sorry for that poor car. My older brother was always quite horrible to me as a child and my parents never really did much about it. He was also much bigger than me so I couldn't retaliate in a physical way cause I would be swiftly cripple cross-faced walls of Jericho. One day I had just had enough. My revenge. He had been playing Rome Total War for a good 6 hours a day for about 3 weeks. I started a new game and overwrote his save file. Never seen fury like it. I regretted it at the time cause cause he was so angry it scared me and it made him dislike me even more but now I praise my 13 year old self for hitting him where it clearly hurt most. He was a prick, but his choice of submission moves was excellent. IDK what it was, but a lot of the boys in my 6th grade class thought it was hilarious to try and trip people. They'd get your butt no matter how careful you were. Well I was pretty good at avoiding it, but when I was in gym class this kid named Joey got my butt hard. I was dribbling down court and he nailed me. I face planted hard. So I thought about how to get him, and I got him at lunch. He was holding a lunch tray, so his hands weren't as useful. He nailed a table and lost a tooth. I got suspended for 10 days, and a strict no tripping policy got implemented. Immediate suspensions if caught. Crap sucked. My dad beat my butt raw. Sorry, Joey. This one is not as serious or entertaining as most of the answers you'll find here. But when we were kids, my sister threw water at me and ran away so I picked up my glass of water and ran after her. I threw the water from the glass at her once I had her cornered. Unfortunately the glass had slipped out of my hand and it hit her right across her face. She got bruised and cut pretty bad. This one is not as serious. 
comma literally glass someone. A neighbor lady was mean to me so I went into the laundry room after her and crap on her clothes in the washer. I was 5. I'll let you off because you were 5, but you should have waited and shat on her clothes in the dryer. When I was in nursery, preschool, a kid used to constantly bully me, take toys off of me etc. One day, outside in the garden he stole a toy tractor I was riding on. He stood up on the seat and stuck his tongue out at me. Age 4 me had finally been broken. I ran and kicked the tractor which jolted it forward. He subsequently fell off and rolled down a hill into some stingy nettles and got some pretty bad cuts and bruises. I remember thinking right then and there wow I really didn't need to do that but that little part of me felt great colon. I was 11. My older brother was 16. We would fight and argue but one time I was running up the stairs away from him and he whipped the back of my legs with a long rubber chew toy. It left a pretty big, figure 8 shaped welt on my legs. I knew he was faster and stronger than me and I knew if I tried to attack him he'd stop me. So, I grabbed a flathead screwdriver and held it over the stove until it was red hot. I ran up to him and very openly went to stab him, knowing he'd stop me. He grabbed my wrist to stop my thrust, as anticipated, and I pushed the red hot head of it into his forearm as hard as I could. Man, I was a crazy butthole as a kid. Sorry Mike. Jesus. Coworker and I had a friendly prank war spanning two years. Close to the end of our war he iced my car. Icing involves taking the hose to the parking lot every half hour and spraying a light mist over your victim's car when it's below zero out. I finished my 12 hour shift to find a car encased in 2 inches of ice. My revenge was, I thought, both more inconvenient for him and less freezing my balls off for me. I decided to take a bed sheet, drape it over his car, and only took 4 or 5 trips out with the hose the next night. So the next morning he finds his car with a quarter inch of ice freezing a sheet to his car. When he started peeling off the sheet he pulled his windshield wipers, arms and all off of his ratty jeep. I got a very pee off phone call. I felt bad. The unwritten rule was embarrassing or inconvenient. No damage. I paid for repairs. And he got his revenge. He planted a dozen pieces of smoked herring throughout my car. Took me 6 months to find the last piece hidden under the carpet under the back window of my car. I can still smell it. I don't even own the car anymore. The husband of a friend of mine was teasing me incessantly at a game night. I had finally had enough and snapped at him, you must not have had a very good mother. Turns out he was adopted. Nothing to feel sorry about here in my opinion. Sounds like this guy didn't really know what teasing was and instead was just kind of bullying you. Teasing requires for things to be fun and playful, not legitimately annoying. Sure, it was unintentionally close to home, but sometimes people have to learn that if you're going to tease people they're going to shoot back. Had a neighbor yell at my younger brother about his weight and I took it extra personal. Didn't know how to get him back without getting caught. Then I figured out I could place nails just under the back of the tire so when he pulled out of the driveway he'd run over them. Turns out he was super poor and couldn't afford the repairs. My dad had to couple with him to work for a month or so. I've never told anyone. Drunk guy came at me on my porch. I was in college. It was welcome week. Kid was all kinds of fricked up. Tried to get him to leave and finally he came up on my my porch and swung. I ducked him and shoved him away. He was too drunk. Couldn't keep his balance and bounce his face off the curb. Blood teeth it was brutal. I was afraid he was really hurt, but he came to pretty quickly. 
he ended up getting arrested before it was all said and done. He definitely did that to himself. My dad left a passive aggressive note. I drew a dong on the note. He hasn't spoken to me for 2 weeks. Used to feel bad but I'm over it. Passive aggressiveness beaten with passive aggressiveness. Great. When I was little my friends kept pointing at the little girl on the box of the board game operation and saying it looks like me. So I pointed at the big fat guy and said that's your mom and didn't realize she was behind me. Okay so I got a prank call. Dude abusing me and constantly ringing me so I set up a fake account on a dating website with pics of a cute girl and put his number in the profile description. Should've put it in the M4M personal section of the classifieds. Some girl hit my car in a hit and run. There was a witness to the crime, so the police were able to track her down. When I was asked if I wanted to press charges I went for it. Turns out she had no license or insurance. She kept trying to fight the charges but wound up getting sued by my insurance, having to pay me restitution via the court system, and four separate charges between all her crimes, all of which included a decent fine. She was some 18 year old single mom. I felt super bad by the end of it. Two days ago, actually, in my soccer, football I know I know, game this one clumsy defender kept catching my ankles seconds after I would pass the ball away, so one play he was clearing the ball and I just wanted to lay the kid out, as he was on his plant foot swinging I hit him with my shoulder hard and as he was falling he grabbed me and took me down with him, I landed on his arm and it snapped like a twig between the wrist and the elbow. I feel awful. Clumsy defender. Unless he was genuinely apologizing after each foul, I would assume it was intentional. As he was falling he grabbed me and took me down with him. B move. Caused his own arm to break. When I was in 9th grade a kid ruthlessly bullied me for a few months. I had gotten sick of it and devised a plan for revenge. Every Wednesday we would get to sit outside for quiet reading time and this kid would always go back inside for a pee. I had left and waited in the bathroom for him, peeking under the stall for his shoes to appear. He came in the bathroom, took his pee, then played on his Game Boy for the rest of reading time. The bell rang and he walked out to the crowded stairwell still looking down at his Game Boy. I bumped into him. He fell face first down the stairs. Knocked out four front teeth. Everyone on the stairs assumed he fell because he was playing his Game Boy. I feel pretty bad about it. My neighbors slashed my tires and I'm about to sign them up for every mailing list I can think of. What are small legal ways you have gotten back at someone that has wronged you? My dad ran a concrete company a while back. They had an issue over a driveway that they did for a company that was putting up a premier neighborhood. Anyways, the company was refusing to pay. So my dad parked his crappy old work truck in front of their show homes with huge sign in it saying XXXXXXX Concrete is suing XXXXX homes over shady business practices. They settled out of court the next day. If you really wanted to get back at them, sign them up for the local chapter of the Jehovah Witnesses. My brother did this to me. It was horrible. Put a shortcut to shut down eggs in their startup folder. My new butthole neighbors cut some bushes that were planted on their side of the fence off at the top of the fence, leaving a bunch of excess plant matter to die hanging over on my side. I retaliated by severely trimming back all of my trees that were providing shade to their AC units and windows as to heat up their house and cost them money. It'll cost them hundreds, over a few years, maybe. 
put glitter in their shampoo. I don't care how. Just find a way. In their car's events. I hated my apartment neighbor. So I applied him to every online school in America. And a few Texas tourism agencies. This is my heck. I checked out what a grad school loan would be through Watchavir once. And they must have contracts with a bunch of online universities because I was hassled by them for about 4 months. The best thing you can do is use the legal method. Your tires were fine before they impounded it. After it was impounded, they were slashed. File a police report, let your insurance know. At the very least, you can also contact a lawyer if you wish to either sue the towing company or the neighbors. Do not confront them yourself, since it will probably only make them angrier. If you want to go even more legal on them, there may be some city ordinance that prevents them from building a fence like that. Contact your local zoning commission. Make a complaint. If you have a lot of time and energy, you could even join the zoning board to get it taken down. Depending on where you are in La, this may be a fairly easy thing to do. Legal revenge is the best revenge. I should add, as always, this is not legal advice, and I am not a lawyer. Seriously. Contact a real lawyer if you've got a problem. My best guess on the tow lot issue is that they are, to some degree, responsible for the cars they tow, and that they would have a hard time convincing a judge or a mediator that the slashed tires aren't their problem at all. We once shared a floor in a housing project with a young man who forever endeavored to upset and unsettle anyone and everyone within earshot of his apartment, from screaming matches with his dealer to starting small fires in the hallway. Barely a night went by that we didn't see, smell or somehow suffer his presence in the building. After an evening which ended with a rage-addled guest of his kicking on every door on the floor before defecating massively in the stairwell, the ladies living to our left decided to do their best to match his superlative douchery, by way of a series of small advertisements posted in the pubs, clubs and pool halls of our town listing his phone number and home address. They ensured a steady stream of human traffic harassing him for months. As I later learned, they'd snipped a snap of a comely lass from the local newspaper, covered her eyes and listed charges for adult services well below market prices. The result was an incessant stream of calls and visitors seeking bargain BJs and discount dong teasing after a long evening of drinking. Many of them understandably truculent on discovering that any dong pleasing that day would have to be self inflicted. Not only was it a fair few months before the flow of disappointed punters dried up, but the inclusion of his address led to a visit by a contingent of coppers who came looking for H but found a stash instead. That young man went away for a while after that, and when he came back he was as good as gold. TL. DR. Noisy. No good neighbor advertised as escort, rumbled by the fuzz for drugs. Truck. You. Lentric Hilmed. Adjective. Eager or quick to argue or fight. Aggressively defiant. If they don't have a kid, make sure you sign them up for baby websites. That crap never ends. Someone did this to me a couple of years ago and I still get formula samples in the mail. You'd think they'd look at when the name was signed up and think hey, the kid's 5 years old now. Get yourself a rotisserie chicken from your local grocery store. Have a nice chicken dinner. Maybe invite a girl over. Have a nice bottle of wine and watch a movie. But keep the bones and the if cuts of meat. Then get yourself a nicely sized glass jar. Make sure it's a mason jar so it's airtight. Next, put the bones and meat in the jar and add milk. Maybe an egg for good measure. Voiler, your weapon. Now place this near an air intake in their home. Preferably in a vent if you can. 
dryer vent will work fine, and probably best, the deal is, this milk and chicken will rot in the jar. Crap gets rank as your crazy uncle Ed's breath after drinking the end of a jar of pickles on garlic dish night. As it rots, gas builds up in the jar. Give it a month or so, and this gas gets built up to the point that it shatters the jar. Guess what? Your neighbors have got the, the most disgusting fluid known to man dripping out of their home. The smell won't go away for weeks. It will be so bad they will probably leave. This, gentlemen, is the chicken dairy bomb. About 9 years ago, someone convinced our elderly office manager to get lightning insurance billed to each of our 6 business lines at $9.95 a month. They totally strong-armed her into doing it, too. From what she said, I called the company's 800 number at 6pm to complain, but it was after hours and all they had was a recording that they were closed. I did, however. Notice that the recording repeated forever instead of playing once and hanging up. I took all 6 voice lines, 2 fax lines, and 4 cell phones and called the 800 number and let the line sit on hold every night for a week, while racking up an absolute fortune for the company on their toll free line. Frick those guys. Good luck with that, considering they already slashed your tires, I'm sure confronting them will go very well. Yeah, it might not go so well. Do they have a nice lawn? Every once in a while fill a water balloon with water and a ton of bleach. Toss it over the fence onto the lawn. Dead spot. That's really evil, especially in my neighborhood where the hoe will call you and fine you if your lawn isn't nice looking. I know because my mom used to over fertilize her lawn and get yellow dead spots and they would harass her about it. Confronting them directly sounds like a recipe for disaster. However letting the Democratic or Republican National Committee, or ideally both, know that they might be interested in more information. Put their phone number on Craigslist somewhere under one of the personals. Expect many text messages, voicemails, and calls throughout the night. Dinkelberg. One time an ex-friend borrowed $500. Of course he doesn't pay me. Welches. Avoids calls emails etc. So this guy always parked on the street, lived in a nice part of town. So in the cold winters after my buddies and I left the bar, being the DD I'd take everyone for food. Since most of the guys needed to take a pee I'd usually take a pit stop at the Welsh's house and my mates would urinate all over his car. It'd freeze all over his car. Also, since I didn't think that was enough punishment, we rented the exact same model and color vehicle as the Welsher. Put his plates on the rental and would deliberately drive through intersections with red light cameras and get him ticketed. Afterwards we'd put his plate back on. That was amazing. We were careful and did this at like 3am but he must have got around $3000 in traffic violations. Felt great. I'm not sure if you're a complete butthole or a genius. If they are people that keep a neat and pristine lawn you could always throw down the thistle seed that the birds eat. You'll be feeding the birds and ruining their lawn with weeds at the same time. I just sprinkle powdered milk all over their yard. When the sprinklers turn on making milk and then by midday you have curdled milk. You know, you can make the impound lot pay for the tires. If they say they came in that way on their report, your neighbors are suspects for the vandalism and the police can sort it out. Also, towing and labor to an impound lot would require that you were blocking a fire hydrant or handicap space. No reputable towing company can legally tow you for parking on a street or in a labeled parking spot, like SEAL Commander apartment numbered spots, until it has been occupied for 96 hours by you. 
I don't know if driveways are part of the city code for illegal parking, and likely they are considered fire lanes or something stupid like that, but a lot of times businesses that say they will tow at owner's expense actually end up having to pay the fees themselves and it can only be moved to another spot, not impounded. Maybe some rookie cop took the call and impounded it as a rookie mistake. P.S. My source for the towing laws is a towing company in California who were unable to tow and butthole who parked in my spot at my apartment for two days. They showed me the state laws regarding what can and can't be towed. This was about 8 months ago. Frick legal. These people clearly don't care about the goddamn law if they slashed your fricking tires. Gorilla glue their doors shut. You evil son of a bee. Slightly different. But in college when we got the hundreds of credit card applications in the mail we would fill the prepaid envelopes with rocks and send them back. The post office would charge them for the extra weight. One time we taped one to a cinder block. The mailman told Hughes technically he wasn't supposed to take it, but did anyway because he thought it was funny. Screw legal. Buy multiple chains and a couple padlocks. And in the middle of the night when no one can see you. Put all the chains and locks on their gate so that it cannot be opened without quite a bit of effort. But wear gloves, just in case, and put the lock on the outside of the fence. Wrap the chain so tight the gate can't move. Get the best, strongest chain you can possibly find. Love this idea. Vigilante justice is a hundred times more effective than petty legal roots. Source, I'm the goddamn Batman. You can buy a valve stem remover from an auto zone. 3 or 4 bucks, I think, and with that, remove the valve stems from their tires, flattening them in seconds. Then watch as they try and try and try to air their tires, but to no avail. You're gonna go to a hardware store and buy nails that are long enough to puncture the wall of the tire. Next, sneak over at night and wedge one nail at an angle behind each tire of their car. Wake up extra early the next morning, make an amazing breakfast and be patient. When they back the car out of the driveway to leave for work, your ears will be filled with the angelic melody of hissing air and furious profanities. Enjoy your breakfast, newly seasoned with the tears of your enemies. Oh, and if you're really dedicated, let the air out of the tires first then use fixer flat to refill them. It's illegal in CA for any tire place to repair a tire that's had fixer flat used in it. My dad is a Reagan era Republican and we got in a little tiff a few months back. I donated to the Democratic Party using my parents address and house phone number. What followed was non-stop Democratic initiative phone calls and mail. My permanent residence this election season was his Addy. Cat facts. That is all. A hit had decided to frick with my computer as a prank. In return I posted an ad on Craigslist for a birthday party clown. I said I was a poor college student that needed extra cash. I did it for my lily brother and his friends parties. Can do magic and balloon animals. $10 HR. No minimum. Then I put his cell number. Priceless. If you google slash tires sunset Hollywood, this thread is right near the top of the charts. Which means you shouldn't do anything that will start a feud unless you're sure they don't know how to google. You've just admitted to committing identity theft. So if your neighbors have friends on the police force you could end up with cops tracking you down from your reddit account. Not to mention a civil case if they're angry and rich enough. And heck, you don't even know for sure it was your neighbors. It could have been the buttholes who towed your car. And you already met the towing people, so you know those guys are buttholes. I'm just guessing at that, because they always are. 
In a small town you might find a nice mechanic running a truck on the side, but in bigger cities the impound industry is full of scum and psychopaths who love to frick people over and then charge them exorbitant fees for it. So I would approach them, ask if they did this, see what they say, go from there, or just let it go. Putting pebbles in the dust caps on their tires would work wonders. It lets the air out slow, so if you time it right, they'll have a flat while they are not at home, instead of just coming out to find flat tires. Repeat this, most people will never know it is happening, because they never find the evidence. It usually falls out when the cap is removed and no one knows. I was told BBs are good for that. You are entering the neighbor war games. I was drafted when I was in my early teens in my neighborhood and reigned supreme in each battle. The battle of the cars was very much like your battle of the driveway. My battle plan at the time was this. My dad hunted on occasion and had a large bottle of skunk essence obtain one. My grandmother was diabetic and gave herself shots daily with small syringes obtain one. Hopefully they have a car they're proud enough of that this attack will carry some sting. My neighbors was a new Mercedes. Sneak over at night and stick the syringe through the window weather strip and squirt the skunk essence all over the interior. Do not soak any one spot but sort of spray it all over so that they cannot detect one spot that contains the stench. Do this earlier in the dead of night instead of later, like 1 instead of 4, to allow a good soak and maybe even dry time. The odor is genuinely animal and they will likely not suspect human delivery. I've helped lots of folks in the last 25 years exact the same revenge and in every case, it's ruled that an animal sprayed the vent area near the windshield. BTW, it cannot be removed. Understand this will total their vehicle unless they replace everything you spray carpet, headliner, seats, jute padding, headliner backing, it's effing awful. Buy a $10 car. Buy a wheel clamp. Slash the tires. Park that mother across their driveway. Send them a pinnator filled with blood. They're thinking fun times for the kids and instead they get to life scarring event no one will ever get over. You want to play games? I got more games than Parker Brothers. Sign them up for a Nambla membership and request that all correspondence be sent to their work address. Now that is evil. Confront them. Then type up your story with address and pictures and put in mailbox of entire block so everyone knows they are butt clowns. Avoid putting things in mailboxes. The rules regarding those have severe penalties. Future post. Some butthole driver blocked us in. My daughter got sick and needed to go to the hospital, but we had to wait for the tow company to remove his dang car. Now he won't stop harassing us, slashing our tires, signing us up for magazines, etc. What should I do? Just let it go man. You have no proof that they slashed your tires, and even if you did, you have to live near these people for a long time. Starting a war will cost you more in the long term, so go for a run. Play some video games, or whatever it takes to de-stress and forget it. Yeah, whenever a vehicle is blocking a driveway in an emergency situation, the best thing to do is slash their tires so you're both wrecked. OP, that's criminal damage. You'd be better off calling the police, and maybe start house hunting. 2. If they're prepared to slash your tires, that's kind of a huge red flag. The basis is the fact that the potential of a criminal charge is freaking terrifying for most of us. The plan 
approach them by first apologizing and then asking if they happened to see anyone messing around with the car or if they were present when the towing service removed your vehicle. Mention that the reason you are asking is for a police report you have filed. Then ask if it would be alright if the investigating officer came around and asked them some questions. While watching them crap themselves over the potential of criminal charges, you politely apologize again and then leave them to stew over what they are going to do or say. Part 2. At this point you could do a few things. Either involve the police, probably a waste of time, wait patiently for a few months and frick with them, or just forget about it. I vote frick with them in a month or two. Good luck. Confront them and be extremely kind. Apologize for parking their ETC. Ask if they happened to see anyone slash your tires. When they say no mention how it's a shame these hooligans do this sort of thing. And say next thing you know someone's house may be set on fire. Or may get shot or stabbed on the way home and never be caught for it all while staring into their eyes without breaking contact. This will scare the crap out of them. And put them in a fear mode for a while. Also they may not frick with you again. Take a funnel, wedge it into the rubber gasket between the car window and the door. Pour the milk into the funnel which will fill the inside of their door with milk. You don't want to pour too much into each door, because if it starts to drip out the bottom of the door they will know where the smell is coming from. If you use the correct amount, their car will smell like rancid milk after a few days in the heat, and they will never be able to locate the source. You can use other liquids but I find that milk is just the easiest and quickest to get your hands on. I don't know how legal this is, but if you have a dog or a neighbor who doesn't you can get access to its poop. Smear a little underneath their car door handle so when they go to open the door they get dog crap on their fingers. It is a very unpleasant way to start the day, but overall not too damaging to cause any lasting problems. If you want a more illegal and damaging way, a couple cups worth of sugar in their gas tank will ruin their car. It will caramelize in their engine and really frick it up. The good thing about this is it will take a few days for it to take effect so it will be unlikely to let back to you. Finally bologna can strip paint off of cars, so you can attach a piece of bologna to the back of their car in any shape you want. A dong is the crowd favorite. If left long enough when the bologna is peeled off they will have an image left permanently on the side. Sugar won't do crap to the engine. It might frick up the fuel filter, but that's a cheap and easy fix. Gas and sugar won't mix together. Introduce yourself and apologize for blocking them. If you haven't met them, there's a good chance that they had no idea it was your car or they might have said something before they had it towed. There's also a good chance that someone else slashed the tires. No one wants the tension that comes along with hated neighbors and you really don't need to escalate what might have just been a misunderstanding. Or, you could just ignore them entirely and cut every wire on the exterior of their house. Make them handle your butt pennies. Done. Take a friend and apologize for parking wrong and inform them about the broken tires. Surely they were intact when towed, right? Right? Then sue the impound and make them testify in court that the tires were intact when you were towed. False testimony is a crime in my jurisdiction. So either the impound or they will get you new tires. Unless you can prove it, you should probably just walk away. Otherwise things could get uglier than just a couple of slashed tires. There is a gross video online of a dude slashing a tire in the blowout breaking his arm leaving the bone exposed. Get a copy of that, burn to DVD, write a letter and educate them on the potential risks of their behavior. 
This is what a good neighbor would do, and it may actually help you with your situation. How was your adult revenge on your childhood bully? After I finished high school a girl who bullied me relentlessly for years messaged me on Facebook saying a bunch of awful things Facebook was new at the time we all added anyone we knew. I just screenshotted the messages and posted them to her wall. Then a bunch of her friends messaged me asking if I was okay. I got my revenge and didn't have to stoop to her level. That is genius. Only three of them that I really know of, my elementary school bully and I eventually became close friends, and we're still close, gaming together online despite the distance, and our significant others are close friends now as well. Another, a girl in high school who always treated me like crap, I ran into years afterwards at a coffee shop nightclub weird combo thingy, I hear my name called out. Turned to find this living nightmare of my past and was surprised when she threw her arms around me and gave me a huge hug. We caught up for a while, and I asked her why she seemed so excited despite all we went through. She apologized and said that she was a bad person for never giving people a chance, and was glad that we seemed to get along now. The third, was a jock that had been pretty cruel through most of middle high school. One day, out of nowhere, he sits beside me in class during a project and starts asking me how I've been. He asks me if it hurt me when he'd call me names or push me around, and I was honest. Told him that of course it did. He was quiet for a while and then apologized for how he'd treated me, said that it was wrong for him to bully others. A week later he shot himself in the head on the front lawn of his parents house. Of all the things I've done or not done in my life, I will always regret not going to his funeral. At the time I was confused and scared and didn't know what to think, but it still doesn't sit right with me. So, really, no revenge here. We grew up and realized that life was way freaking scarier than anything we'd been through as kids. Not really on topic, I suppose, but something that I wanted to share. I appreciate you telling your story, and I'm pleased that you were mature enough to accept your bully's apologies. A kid that bullied me in high school, he actually gave me a black eye once and got suspended for it, messaged me on Facebook apologizing for everything he did to me back then. I told him it's okay you were just young and didn't know better. I eventually got a drink with him one day to see what he was up to and he broke down on me, started talking to me about his alcohol problems and how he was self-destructive. He was getting kicked out of his mom's place and had no job. Me being the sap I am offered him a job at the restaurant I was managing at the time. This was about 2 years ago. Fast forward to 3 months ago he is now a kitchen manager at the same restaurant and he asks me if I'd like to get a drink with him. Dude bought me and my girlfriend a ticket to Colorado and told me he will never be able to pay me back for how much I helped him but he is at least in the position where he can try. Colorado was fun. Got really really high. This story made me smile equals. To be honest this is strides better than the petty is now married to an ugly person lol stories. My best revenge was to just keep on being myself. This girl in high school would criticize me on everything, call me names and pick up fights with me for no reason. She eventually got kicked out of school. We met when we were in our early 20s. She started off nicely with the usual how are you, what's been happening turns out she hadn't even changed a little bit oh yeah. Want to be a teacher? You'll probably make a miserable one. I wouldn't send me kids to your school. Ever that's when I realized that I was just so over her and her bullying and that there was just no hope for her to realize what she did was wrong. It gave me some sort of satisfaction. The best thing to do in that scenario is just to laugh in her face. 
I graduated from high school in the 80s. I had grown up poor but when my mom remarried, she married a guy who did well for himself so when we moved into his house, I was a poor kid suddenly going to a school full of rich kids. One of them in particular was a girl who was really stuck up and such a bee. She had a very imperious attitude and generous parents while my mom, there was no way she was going to allow us to behave that way. About 6 years after high school graduation I dropped out of college, was living on my own in a tiny apartment and working as a waitress. Of all people to show up at the restaurant and be seated in my section, I asked a couple of waitresses to take the table but they were busy. Finally I realized what I would do, I would take on the role of my life win an academy award. I went to the table and pretended I'd never met her before in my life. She kept insisting I must remember her, right? She kept saying her name and I nailed the performance. I'm so sorry, I just don't. No, I, I, I'm trying. I believe you, yes. I went to that school but I am so sorry, I don't remember you and so on. She was flabbergasted. I kept overhearing her say to the people she was with I can't believe she doesn't remember me. That day I learned that to be forgotten is, for some, the ultimate slap in the face. Now that is good, I mean you weren't rich and famous and couldn't throw these things in her face out of pettiness. You made it seem that all her negative energy she had thrown at you had not affected you in the least. Bravo. A kid that bullied me in high school ended up addicted to crack or M. Not sure which. I saw him 10 years later as I was leaving a drive through and yelled his last name. He turned and I saw the scratch marks on his face and a big burn type gash in the middle of his lip. I asked him what had happened and he told me he got kicked out of his home. Instead of laughing at him or belittling him, I handed him the bag of food I just bought for myself as well as my cigarettes. He almost cried because according to him never in a million years would I have thought that after all the crap I put you through, that you'd help. I told him we were stupid kids and crap happens. I visited him once a week and just talked with him and kept telling him to get off the drugs. I moved away a short time after that so I didn't know what had happened to him. One day, I got a friend request from him on Facebook. He kicked the drug habit and was working as a barista for one of those corner coffee shops. He is now married and living a life worth living. At the end of the day, no matter how much grief he put me through, he was his own worst enemy and anything I could have done to him or said to him was nothing compared to what he did to himself. I'm glad he's better and living a better life. As satisfying as the other revenge stories were to read, this felt very uplifting and relieving to know there are people like you out there. Thank you for living in this world. Not my bully, but my best friends. Kinda kept in touch with the entire high school class through Facebook once it came out. This a chat asks if he can use me as a reference because we got similar degrees and ended up in the second field. Adult him seems like a sham. It's all fake. My high school best friend moved to Europe because of this guy. He can't change that much. So I agree to meet him for drinks and see if he changed. 10 minutes into the meetup and he's telling me about cheating on his wife with girls right out of high school. So, of course, I said yes. Only had 3 calls I guess before he caught on. But I made sure I told the truth. I like this one. It's sneaky and clever. Not me, but my 9 year old daughter has to deal with this girl in her class that is a bully to everyone. Though she is especially mean to my daughter. Luckily most of the time, the kids all have her back, and she theirs. The teachers are aware of her issues and try their best, 
but she's sneaky. My daughter is type 1 diabetic, and this girl likes to tease her. She does lots of things, but is really mean about it. She told her that her feet will get chopped off, due to beat us, and other horrible things. One day, she was waving a big chocolate chip cookie in her face, telling her how she can't eat stuff like that because she's a freak. My daughter had enough. She got up and slapped the girl across the face, and the cookie went flying too. She yelled leave me alone the whole lunch room went silent. The girl ran to tell the teacher, and the kids cheered. She came home and told us because she felt badly about it. The girl told the teacher, crying of course, but several students also told the whole story. The teacher told my kid matter of factly, don't do that anymore, and yelled at the girl and made her stay in from recess. Since then, this girl gives my daughter a wide berth. I do not condone this behavior, but dang it was hard to keep a straight face when we were telling her that it was the wrong way to resolve things. As a 43 year old who was never bullied, I probably don't understand the mechanics, but to me your daughter's response seems the most natural and correct one. Some people, bullies, do not seem to understand the language of tolerance or love and can make life miserable in tiny doses until stopped dead in their tracks by a more direct method like a slap. Well does revenge as a child count? When I was 11 there were two bullies who would mess with me all the time. They were a couple years older. This heavyset kid named Frank and his taller and meaner friend. I forget his name. One day I was out riding my bike at a park. They had stopped me. One was holding up the front of my bike. While Frank was hitting me. Trying to knock me off the bike. At that exact instant my brother. 6 feet 4 inches 220 lbs. Was driving by. He quickly stopped the car and ran over. He picked both of them up by their shirt collars. One in each hand holding them each about a foot off the ground. He said something like you mess with my brother again and I'll bash both your dollar sign percent dollar sign at percent heads together. Got it? He dropped them both. They fell, then quickly got up and ran away. They never bothered me again. At that moment I felt that, yes, there is justice in the world. I forget his name. You win. I was bullied for a lot of things. Primarily for being overweight and being nerdy. A lot of my bullies are now also fat, or have noticeably put on weight, while I've started losing. One of them is a drug addict. One was arrested on child pornography charges. One is in an ongoing custody battle and his ex's family are rather, violent. Others just made bad moral choices, such as becoming a gold digger, drinking regularly, or just continuing to harbor ill feelings against me. I gave him decaf latte before he left to go to his high powered wall saint exec job. Haha, <laughs> he is going to be tired around 11. Nice. Not so much revenge, but I got an insane amount of satisfaction from seeing that they all lived up to the expectations set out for them to become single, unwed mothers by 24. I have to rate ETE's syndrome and was bullied relentlessly in early grade school. One day in the winter I had had enough. So I threw a jagged block of ice at my bully's face, knocked some teeth out and he needed stitches. I almost got expelled. Worth it. I have not taken revenge at all. I have moved away and left it behind as much as I could. Now I just watch him waste his life from afar with a content smile and see how not having education is kicking his butt. He is losing friends and eventually will end up alone. And not that my life is so amazing, but I am doing better than him. I've never wished a man dead, but I have read some obituaries with great pleasure. Mark Twain. 
My bully hit on me at some bar years after he bullied me. I knew who he was immediately, but he had no idea who I was so he kept going. Finally I asked do you know who I am and he said no. I said I'm so and so, and you made my life a living heck in elementary school and I want an apology. His face dropped and he apologized profusely, said that he was a huge butthole in elementary school etc etc. Not gonna lie, it felt good. Oh man, this is almost exactly like my story, except I didn't demand an apology, I told him to go to heck, and flounced off like the hot piece of butt that I knew I was at that time. It felt amazing. I was pretty fat as youngster but people still found me attractive. This bothered my bully so much that any time she could she would bully me about my weight x. Oh I love those geens. How do you find them in your size? Taking sneak pictures of me in class and putting them online. Or forcing me to kiss another girl at her sleepover then telling everyone I was a lesbian. It was great. Fast forward 10 years. I'm starting a career I love. Lost a substantial amount of weight and am living far away from my small town upbringing. I go home to visit my mother and who do I see walking around the grocery store. Hair thrown up in a ratty headband. Extra 30 pounds on her hips and looking like a complete mess. I knew I could ruin her right there but I didn't. I simply put a big smile on my face and said wow. Motherhood looks great on you. The fact that she had to trick someone into getting her pregnant after a drunken night at the local watering hole and now has 4 stepkids before 25 makes me realize that her bitterness and hateful attitude has served her more revenge than I ever could. I worked as a newscast director for my local TV station a few years back. Part of the job was making show graphics, maps, full screens, odds, over the shoulders, etc. For each newscast, including for the local Crimestoppers segment, I prepped the mugshots of no less than 3 people who gave me crap in school for air during my tenure there, that always managed to put a smile on my face. Finally, an ask Reddit question that sparks an immediate memory. When I was a child, my parents weren't rich, not impoverished, but definitely not people who could afford to throw money around. As a result, we spent probably 10 years worth of my childhood living in a mobile home park on the rough side of town. I remember one year we lived there, there were exactly 4 murders in the entire state. Two of them were in my neighborhood. So in a neighborhood like this, of course, there are neighborhood bullies. One of them was named Isaiah, let's say, over the course of a couple years, probably when I was around 13-14, he made my life heck. I couldn't go to the park playground for fear of Isaiah being around, so I spent a lot of time lonely, bored, and scared in my own house. If I'd known about Reddit at the time, I probably would have spent a crap ton of time on it. Fast forward dang near a decade, I've been a correctional officer at the state prison for a few years, doing very well for myself, own a couple cars, bought my first house, and life is good. Isaiah hasn't even crossed my mind since I was a kid. However, one particular day at work, they were short-staffed, so they threw me into segregation aka the hole, where bad inmates go to be punished, where I don't normally work. I go to a walk around to check all the cells, and lo and behold, I see a familiar face in one of the cells. I check his inmate and sure enough, it's this piece of crap from my neighborhood when I was a kid. I smiled and kept walking. Beat him up then slept with his wife while he watched. Just kidding. He's doing well and my life is a horrible piece of crap. 
There was a guy who was popular but also a bully at my high school. I ran into him at a bar about 15 years after. He was super cool and the nicest guy ever. I was talking with his wife and I mentioned the bully thing and she said everyone she meets from his high school tells her that story. He even acknowledged it and apologized. Apparently he was going through a very rough time in high school and he had since learned a lot and life had calmed way down. It made me feel really good about not holding on to things like that. Moving away from the rather depressing town and making a relative success of my life. Suck it, kid who hasn't thought about me for 20 years. I didn't. The universe did. It wasn't exactly protracted enough or abusive enough to be called bullying. But, when I was 11, I had a friend I went around with and she tried to introduce me to her larger circle of friends. This one girl who was basically the alpha female would not stop ripping on me for not being cool enough. She threw fits about how freaking uncool I was because I went to drama class instead of other, cooler hobbies. She went on and on about how I was uncool because I didn't go to the same cafe they went to. Fast forward a few years, she ended up a teenage mother, lol. They got a huge full back tattoo, the ugliest tattoo I have ever seen. I saved the JPEG on my desktop and named it Revenge <laughs> and I look at it occasionally if I get sad. I like this one. It's not bullying your bully and they did it to themselves. You're just reaping the reward of their bad decision making. I was heavily bullied in middle school, and one time I actually ended up getting my kneecap and surrounding muscles semi-permanently damaged from a peep or game of kickball. He couldn't hit me in the head with the ball like he wanted to, so he tripped me by a base instead. The following year, he tried to sexually attack me, in school, and got suspended for the rest of the year. Now, he's only 20, in prison for probably 20-30 plus years for rape, arson, and theft, and has had I believe two children. Is now ex- made a post on Facebook that members from the prison managed to tattoo rapist across his face. My revenge was done for me. Bittersweet. So I have a friend who sometimes catches up with my high school bully and gets his new number. My friend gives me his number and then I spend the afternoon signing him up for gay dating sites and some weird Craigslist crap. I'm told he has had to change numbers about 20-30 times in the last 3 years. That's more like it. The girl who was cruel to me at every opportunity, her husband cheated on her and they're divorced. Ordinarily I'd feel badly for someone in this situation, but she was so unbelievably nasty, it just makes me laugh. A few of my childhood bullies have passed away to reckless driving or drugs, so revenge not needed. After going to a different high school than my middle school bully, I was a year out of HS and going for a bike ride. Saw the middle school bully on his bike going the opposite way, he yelled something to be a prick to me, so I ignored and kept on my merry way for about a mile, until I noticed he was following me, fast, I wasn't the same pushover I was in middle school, so I pulled over and waited, as he hopped off his bike and violently thrust his hand out to shake my hand and apologize for ever being a dong, basically said he used to hang with a bad crowd through middle school until senior year and he regretted a lot of stuff he did as a kid growing up. Asked me how my high school years were, what my after HS plans were and explained after his father passed away he had an epiphany he was going to the National Guard to get away to help fund college, and wanted to become a psychologist to help kids throughout high school deal with harassment. 
I talked with him for a good half hour and we parted on friendly terms ran into him a few times over the years and about 4 years later he seems to be on his way to achieving what he said and is very active in my hometown community. Didn't need to get revenge. Glad to see someone grow up and make something great of themselves. There was a popular boy in middle school who was a total douche to awkward, nerdy me. He'd call me names, talk to people within earshot of me about how ugly I was, and would try to physically hurt me during our PE class all the time. We went to the same high school, but I had no classes with him, so I pretty much forgot about him. Well, a couple years after high school I ran into him at a bar. I'm a lot prettier and less awkward than I once was. He hadn't grown more than a couple inches since middle school, and the face that was cute when he was 12 did not handle the testosterone surge of puberty well. He was acting like a nervous teenager and kept saying wow, you really look different, while we chatted a little. He would also not shut up about how he was in the navy and how awesome he was because he was serving our country and protecting me from terrorists. He finally asked me for my number and I gave it to him. He texted me the next day asking me on a date and I replied lol. Nah, it wasn't my most shining moment of maturity, but it felt good to look down on that little bastard both literally and figuratively. Okay most of these are petty and mean but this one's just plain hilarious go you. I never really got revenge but worked my ass off at uni and ended up working on movies. Got married, had a kid and have my own house so that was revenge enough that he didn't dictate my life. I then found out that he was a school counselor for unruly children and thought to myself, he's turned his life around. Good for him. It's like Suicide Squad. Bad guys doing good things because they know how to do bad things. Only starring Matt Damon and worth a $12 movie ticket. Not really a bully, but my turd scum of an ex-girl firend. She broke up with me after coming back from a trip and telling me at school the next day she cheated on me with some random dude she met online. We're both 21 plus now, and she's got a 3 year old kid and still lives with her mother. Last month, I was at a Kroger buying flowers for my current GF. She's freaking amazing BTW, and turd scum is with her non-baby daddy boyfriend. Dude looks at me walking down the aisle with a nice bouquet of flowers and says hey maybe I should buy you some flowers like that guy is doing for his girl. The look of utter shock and disdain on her face was freaking priceless. Walked by her with the biggest smirk on my face. Best part was I was all fancied up cause I was about to surprise my GF with a date night. So I'm dressed in a polo and slacks, and turd craps chimney choker has his pants around his thighs and looks like he hadn't bathed in a week. So satisfying. This moment was made for you. Holy crap. That sounds suru satisfying. I was about 10 when this neighborhood butthole tortured me. The final straw was when he took a down power line and whipped me in the back with it while I skated by him rollerblading. He left welts and it hurt for days. About a week later I biked to his house knowing his parents were at work still. So it was just him and his sister home. He had an archery set up in his backyard and I took his bow and arrows. I waited behind a tree until he got outside and shot that little mother with his own crap right in his chest and then went for his face. While he was doubled over I kicked him and spit on him and told him if he ever came near me again I'd kill him. And I meant it. With every fiber of my 10 year old being. After the day I knew what I was capable of and was never afraid of anyone again. His parents came to my house and talked to my grandpa who knew what was going on and held it down for me. I didn't get in trouble for it. 
As an adult I obviously handle conflicts differently but that is my best bully revenge story. He took her down power line and whipped me in the back. I hear he's now grown up and moved on to jumper cables. Karma eventually got them. One died of brain cancer. A car accident got four of them at once a couple years after graduation. Three died. The other lost his legs. And the teacher who I hated got arrested a couple years later for fricking a student. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. Bye for now. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.